Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now. Coming yeah, to you yeah, yeah, live yeah, and direct yeah. with episode 227 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. The DMST Podcast is back. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that is tuning in right now on Facebook Live. Thank you to everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on the TuneIn Radio app, on Wooshka. Wooshka. I forgot I couldn't always say um, iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeart. Also yeah. iHeart, too. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. What's up to everybody in the feed that's already hanging out, man? Uh, Playboy, how you feeling? I'm thrown off because I'm so used to being on the other way and all this. Yeah. Playboy, how you no, feeling? No, it's all good. It's all good, baby. Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. Uh, another week, man, another show. Ready to get it in as usual. Let's get it, baby. Let's go. Yep. Dev, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Ready to get this shit started. Let's get it going, man. Feeling real like a winner. Feeling real eight and three-ish right now. Yeah, eight and three-ish, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as y'all can see, we have a guest in the building, um, a returning guest, multiple returning guests. Ulysses is back with us this week. What's up, Ulysses? I'm about to say, don't treat me like my stepkid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's Ulysses Dickerson, the comedian, the one that looked good on some selfies. Um <laughs> I don't. I don't have no real good like intro like y'all like DJ Playboy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I gotta create. I gotta fix that. Next time I'm gonna fix that. I'm gonna have a whole like little you know. Oh yeah. But I'm doing real good. I'm blessed, healthy, and wealthy per usual. That's my thing. That's what's well, up. Well, like we just said, you know, before we started the show, everybody was screaming for you last week. Yeah. Uh, I think Dev is itching to get into a topic or two <laughs> um, with you this week while yeah. you are here. But people were screaming for you last week. So I hope them same people that were screaming got my right. money because it might get physical. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get me out. I gotta work. Tomorrow. <laughs> Real quick, shout out to all the people in the feed, man. Shout out to my for bros, sure, man. Sure. Shout out to all my bros in the feed, man. Uh, my, my, my bro, BJ, man, MTV, everybody in the feed, man. What's, What's up, up for y'all? What's up with y'all? All right, man. Uh, I appreciate that, though. That's real love, though. I really, I really appreciate yeah, they that. Yeah, they was definitely look, looking for you last week. Um, Playboy, how was your week? Uh, week been cool, man. Um, like I said before, man, I've been chilling. You know, I'm on, uh, on leave right now from work. Um, regular week, man. Thanksgiving was this week. You know, everything was cool. I just chilled. Regular, man. Nothing, nothing major at all, man. Just uh, just enjoy being off and chilling and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Much needed uh, relaxation for me. Okay. So, that's my week. Okay. You least, how was your week? Uh, weeks. You know, it's been well, two of them. Couple <laughs> well, how was this this past seven days? <laughs> I worked seven twelves in a row, mm-hmm. so I'm recovering. And, uh, I lost my friend this morning. Mm. Rest in peace, Shemekha Sherman. I miss you and I well, love you. Like that's the closest yeah. thing to, to a sibling I've ever lost. Mm. So, I mean, fifteen years wasn't enough. So I really, I really, uh, I'm still in disbelief. But mm. yeah, yeah. But very sorry to hear that. Um, Dev, how was your um, how was your week? It was cool, man. Like I probably said, it was uh, Thanksgiving. So did some cooking on Thursday. Hung out with the fam. Um, did some shopping this weekend. Um, watch the Browns win. You know what I'm saying? Been on, been on vacation. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanksgiving break from school. You know, we still out tomorrow, so be back to work on Tuesday. But I mean, other than that, man. Oh, um, shout out to um, uh, our homie Silka who came through, who was on the pod Yo a couple God. times. She um, she works with a, a, a learning pod called Good to Great Learning Pod, and they came through on Wednesday. Hello. And yeah, they, how did um, it go? We were really dope. They recorded their um, theme song 
or whatever. It was really cool, man. So we was we was in this. We had about an eight hour studio session, man. Yeah, about With kids. yeah, about four mm-hmm. hours mm-hmm. of recording, four four and a half hours of recording, mm-hmm. and then about three to four hours of editing. So just to get them, just to get them. Something to listen to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? After the session or whatever, it's just different. It's different for me. Like, I've recorded, you know, maybe two different people, three different people on a song, you know what I mean? You know, and if you do record that many people, three or four people or something like that, usually the third and fourth are backup, you know what I mean? Right. Or if you're doing three or four people, it's usually a rap song, which is not a lot of layers and textures. It's recording eight kids. And three adults is a, is, is, mm-hmm. is hey, a lot. I ain't gonna lie. When I walked in, mm-hmm. it was it was a dope. First of all, it was really, a dope it was situation. Really cool, man. It was real cool because it was it, not only because the kids was here, but it was mm-hmm. just because of DMST and what we to actually see what our vision is as, mm-hmm. as far as what we trying to provide as far as the community and everything. It was super dope. But I came in here, all I heard was ah, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, yeah. I know mm-hmm. Deb sitting there like there, yeah. Click, mm-hmm. click, uh, bring it back. Click. Yeah, it was it was cool though, man. Yeah, it was dope. Couple dope. kids, one take. You know, had one take. It was it was. You got to you know you got to coach kids to right. Yeah, absolutely. Before so it was dope. It, it was, was a dope cool, situation. man. Yeah, it was real cool. And so. that was in the rain too. It was it was it was raining. It was dreary, mm-hmm. uh, dreary that day. Raining. It was mm-hmm. cool though. Any and every time y'all in here, it rains. Like this is the <laughs> first time I've come to this building and it, it has wasn't not raining. rained. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what yeah. it's, well, it's because you know these past couple of Sundays been crazy as hell with the Browns mm-hmm. and this this weather. It's a full moon tonight too. Oh, it is. We're and supposed it was, to snow it tomorrow. It was shining like bright, like sunny this morning. Mm. So it was it was a so good we'll day. See. Today. But uh, right. but yeah, it was it was cool week, man. I, that was a it very was cool situation. So, um, yeah, I'm finishing that up probably tonight. Finish this song up or whatever, as much as I can. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna finish it tonight. But I'm off tomorrow too. Somebody swing up here so tomorrow during the day. Uh, well, <laughs> how was your week, man? Well, oh, uh, I'm okay. Nobody ever asked you what's going on, Mo. What's I mean, going on, you know, with Shelly? What's you up, man? About being treated like a stepchild around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, what's uh, up, dog? No, nah, the week was cool. Uh, you know, short week at work, like everybody else. I was done on Wednesday. I was off Thursday and Friday, so I didn't really do nothing. I took it easy on Thursday. Uh, you know, my girl came through. She was here on the weekend because it was her birthday, so we hung out. Over the over the weekend and everything, y'all know we was up here last night for the you know yeah. for the fight and everything mm-hmm. uh, for the Tyson fight. So it was it was all it was all good. It was a good mm-hmm. time, good week. Uh, DJ did, Brainstorm, aka Rick Ross, the boss. Man, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was all good. Yeah. And um, and um, you know, like I said, we was up here, you know for the fight last night and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was that was cool to hang out with everybody oh, yeah. up here. It was dope. That was funny too. Mm-hmm. Dev, Dev, look, the only thing funnier than Dev last night was Snoop in his commentary. <laughs> like Snoop, Snoop can just uh, yes. Snoop can can stay for all that. So uh, April will get with you. She, she said, um, "What's the? Uh, do we have anything for studio prices, like time or whatever?" Like, well, I I think right now it kind of depends on what you need. You just got to inbox me. I'll let you. you mm-hmm. The prices are twenty five dollars an hour, but two hour minimum. Um, session just because people you you can't really get anything done in an hour. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you know. What do you say? You had on a velvet do-rag. I do have on a velvet do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> and it's shimmering in the and it's shimmering in the light. The velvet do-rags, like I was I was opposed to it until I did my research. This wasn't around when we was younger. I got my I'm growing my dreads out, uh MTV. That's why I'm I, I'm I'm do-ragging unless I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, they gone. You know, they can fall the fuck out. So, mm-hmm. um, but um, 
Yeah, like the 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 stretch they have, and it, like I can't explain it. Like it's it's the best do rag I've ever worn. Like it forms to your head. I can't even. I used to hate until I put one on. It's like putting on velvet. You what know is what that? Mean? Velvet. <laughs> The bottom of it is the, it's like the bottom of it is the same fabric as normal do rag, but then the top is like velvet. This is nice. What is that? <laughs> That's coming on tonight too. It's coming on CBS tonight. I, I, I can't think, watch. It. I, I can't imagine that being on regular TV. That's what Leah was saying earlier. How the know, hell? Uh, yeah. My fourteen year old called it the cussing movie, so I don't know how they gonna. Put, I tried to watch it with her when she was like twelve. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much cussing was in that movie in the first like fifteen twenty minutes. Man. Mm-hmm. Shout Coming out to America. Oh, Shout yeah. out to DJ Pooh. I was just over his career watching the game. He 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 just said not even a couple hours ago. I can't even watch it on there because they're gonna edit everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta watch that movie original yeah. and, and with you know unfiltered. So mm-hmm. so uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, I got mm-mm. you. I got you. So uh, <laughs> that might be the record for the latest. Tap audio in. tap in. Yeah. You know, what I mean, usually people at the beginning. Yeah, I did mine at the beginning of the day. Uh, that look she just had, like she'd kill me. So let me start. <laughs> All right. So before we get into some of the show too, let's talk about this basket that's sitting here. We we mentioned this on the show last week. Uh, it actually is getting expanded because we didn't get the pictures up. Uh, we we just was slipping. We was up here on Wednesday. It's a really nice basket. It's a nice. Thank you, mm-hmm. Louise. Thank you. And like uh, coming from a woman, mm-hmm. from a guy putting it together. No, 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 wait, no. We, 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 we not be something. Who put it together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't put it together. No, yeah, go ahead. No. You can do it. Insatiable creations. I didn't say this word the past two weeks probably about mm-hmm. ten times. Insatiable creations. Insatiable. Insatiable. No, you talk regular. Let me do background. Go ahead. Insatiable creations. Insatiable creations. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gift basket that was put together by them. Three queens. Three queens. Like I always say. Yes. (laughs) Insatiable creations. Insatiable creations. Yes. None that y'all want to go further as far as how how we gonna do this. Mm -hmm. this Well, well, inside the basket, it's it's more for women, but but men feel. also, feel free to enter for this. It's uh, it's what is what is it? A like a manicure and pedicure um, yeah. uh, things for your manicure and pedicure. It has like a foot scrub in it. Uh, it has the uh, the four pack of the Sutter Home wine. Has the sleeping face mask in there. I think it got some smell goods yeah. in there and things like that. Has a plush yeah, throw. Has a yeah. throw in there. Uh, oh, I do see that on the back half. The plush yeah. throw yeah. in there. Uh, so it does have a lot of good things. And what we were what we we're gonna do with this basket? Yeah, is we're just gonna auction it off. Uh, for a dollar per entry, we'll push it out to next Sunday. Mm-hmm. We'll get the pictures up this week. Um, you can do the cash app is what DMST pod, DMST pod, yeah, dollar sign DMST pod. Uh, and it's for the, every dollar gets you an entry into the raffle. We'll do the, we'll just pull it from the a hat or something like that next week. So if you do five dollars worth of entries, you get you, you, you get, get five entered five times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then everything that that you the money that you do, um, you know, use to enter for the basket, we're just gonna put towards our you know, we have a nonprofit, Young, Gifted, and Black. So we're in the early stages of trying to get some things together for that. So anything that you That's donate will go towards the nonprofit, Young, Gifted, and Black, which we'll be using to kind of work with the, you know, the children and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, kind right. of starting with what Dev was able to do this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a yep. good thing. But uh, we'll be doing more things going forward. Uh, so anything that you give will go towards Young, Gifted, and Black. Yeah, so. I finally got what it is. Real quick, Dev. Mm-hmm. It's a spa day in the basket. Oh! I was let, uh, ladies. I was let. I was gonna see if it would hit them. Yeah. It got this one. Got this one. <laughs> it's a spa. See that? It's a spa day in the basket. Dev was just in denial. He knew he wasn't gonna say that shit. He knew. His ornery ass wasn't gonna say that. His ornery ass wasn't gonna say that. That's what we call it a spy. You see the background? We're gonna call it a spy day in the basket. A spy day in a basket. And so again, it's it's created by Insatiable Creations. Insatiable Creations. You you can follow them on Twitter. I'm sorry, on Instagram right now. 
Okay, let no. me be. Let me be. Let me be a guy for a second. It's a panty dropper mm. in a basket. That's what and I'm saying me, for the for the fellas too. You yeah. can you could go ahead and give it, too. <laughs> yeah. give it to your lady. I yeah. mean, it's just you know. I was on the other end of the spectrum. You know what? My my the backgrounds is just channeling um, preachers from churches. You know what I mean? They be like, give yourself to the Lord. You know what I oh mean? You know they be talking like that. Mm-hmm. Come forth hence now and forevermore. You know what I mean? You know, you know. Mm-hmm. No, okay, all right. That's that's what you were saying. I don't know how mm-hmm. to feel about that. Hmm? I, don't, I don't know how to feel about what you just said. Drop the panties. Oh my god! <laughs> if you heard that best. in church, what, hence what, what, now what, and really forevermore. <laughs> if I heard that in church, yes. Pop that pussy on the hand. I mean, because that's that's kind of hence now and forevermore. <laughs> we'll use that to transition a little I bit. I would just know what? that if <laughs> I leave you that, that church, it's blowing up. Like, <laughs> it's like, like you ever seen like in them little action movies where you just be running from like the blow up, whatever? Just like, and they're like. It would just—it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't mm. want to turn around, look at it. I'm turning to a pillar of salt. It's just not no. If I ever heard that in church, I would. What? Okay, I'm sorry. Just real quick, just because we we doing things as far as promoting black businesses and everything, in a in, in accordance with that, um, as far as insatiable creations, like I said, we got a um, we have a pedicure manicure thing going on with that. I also want to plug in, jail jazz nailed it. That is. Um, Jasmine, her actual, uh, uh, let me see, real quick. Her actual Instagram is Nails by Jazz. She is a young lady, entrepreneur, queen. She's looking, you know, to do things for everybody as far as a nail. She cold. Mm -hmm. So check her out. Please check her out. Please, please, please check her out. Nails by Jazz. Okay. All right. And I'm just going to. So I gotta wait two weeks to check her out. She cold. I will say that she cold. Okay. She real cold. So y'all make sure I check her out, man. Young too. Okay. So get it in black. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I can put one in there, a red one. MTV. Let me see. Do we got a velvet do rag? <laughs> All right. So where y'all want to start at this week? Well. Where do you want to start? We, we, we want to close out. We, we want to close out last week and wrap up yeah. last. So last yeah. week. Three kings up here. Absolutely. We got into a very good conversation about um about um uh emotional, emotional cheating. Um versus. No, there was no versus. Okay. Just emotional I heard it cheating. was emotional cheating versus physical cheating. No. That's what I, that's what I was told, Mm-mm. but go ahead. They was trying the, the feed was trying to like women often do, they was trying to change our Viewpoint, you know, what I mean, change our our, our mission, oh, the narrative, okay. Okay. move the 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 goalposts. But it was about emotional cheating and that nonsense. But um, th- th- okay, before I get into, before I steer yeah. it away, okay. did you want to give your two cents on it? You know what I mean? Your 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 look outlook on it before so, we move on to something else about it. So, going off of what that was delivered to me. Mm-hmm. Was emotional cheating versus physical cheating? I think cheating, period, across the board is bad. Period. Mm. No matter what, like sector you try to put it in. I'm not gonna get my blood pressure back up again this week. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, emotional cheating is bad because you got to take an account to who's doing the cheating, who's receiving said cheated behaviors. Mm-hmm. All of that matters mm-hmm. because with women, like let's say if women are doing the emotional cheating. E- like emotional cheating for women, we can check out with you emotionally and still be there physically. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, that's all bad because we are emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. So, like, also with women, we cheat emotionally before we cheat physically. And most men know that. Mm -hmm. And most men prey on our nurturing behavior. Oh, I just want to come over and talk to you. I'm going through a lot. You know, this, this, and that, whatever. And, you know, we'll let those guards down to be supportive for somebody who's going through something. And we actually feel honored that they're trusting us with such an intimate part of their self. But that's the whole flirtatious part about it. You know what I'm saying? I got so much. This, I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> to respond with one thing and I'm going to leave it alone. And I, I mean, go ahead. It's, it's bad. You, you don't have a coming to grips with this week? You know what I've understood this week? <laughs> I only think women emotionally cheat. Because you think women only emotionally only cheat? women emotionally cheat. Okay, go ahead. And I think women care about it so much because when they emotionally cheat, they're emotionally invested in this other dude. So oftentimes, just like humans do, so the reason why we give a fuck about homelessness and hunger is because if we didn't have a home, how would we feel? If we didn't have a meal, how would we feel? So a woman knows how she emotionally cheats. So he got to be cheating the same way. This is what y'all don't factor in. Shout out to the king of our generation, the, the leader of the pack who should be in the forefront way more. Boosie. Snoop, doggy dog. Mm. We men don't love them hoes. That's what y'all not factoring in. Like, I think women think we give as much a fuck about this chick that we having a conversation with about X, what, Y, and Z, that y'all give, we, we give as much a fuck about them as y'all give a fuck about this nigga y'all cheating because y'all be emotionally invested. We don't give a fuck about these women. We having conversations with motherfuckers to have conversations. Y'all be emotionally, like, y'all really give a fuck about if they pay their rent and, like, how you doing? And did you eat last night? I don't give a fuck if this bitch got ran over by a Range Rover on the 93rd <laughs> in Bessemer. You hear me? I don't really give a fuck, okay? this I am passing time. Hey, let's be clear. And, lies. I, and, I, and I'm always the fucking one. Fucking lies. It's not a lie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Playboy. Let me say it real quick. Fucking lies. I'm Go always ahead. the one to say this. I'm going to put my little three cents in because mm -hmm. I'm the third. I 100% agree with you. But let's make it clear. Women also cheat just because they want some dick. Yeah. They, they don't cheat just because of emotions. But when they, they cheat because they want some fucking dick from a motherfucker they like. But when they emotionally cheat, yeah. they be really invested in this nigga. Like, if you ever have seen a woman emotionally invested with a dude that's not they man, they really be giving a fuck about this nigga. Like, they really care. Like, they really care about him. Yeah. We don't be give, we don't give a fuck as much as y'all. We don't have a nurturing so, nature. So, so this is my thing. So if your wife, and you in the same room, y'all all in the same room, right? Because mm -hmm. we going to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Was over there. Mm -hmm. Some random was making her laugh. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck about that. And like she, she laughing at it. So you can, so you okay with another man making your woman I laugh? I don't give a fuck. You okay with your wife telling good news? To the next man before she tell you. That's the, see, we're having a different conversation. We talked about that last week. We're having a different conversation. As a man, if I get a new job and I'm calling some other chick and not my girl, that's an issue. Yeah, of course. I'm not necessarily talking about like 
the bla- like the blatant shit. We talked about. We broke this down for like an hour last week. Yeah, of course. Because we know where. Because my thing is this. Yeah. Prior, prior, previous to physical cheating, there is some type of emotional cheating that's for done. women. For women, not necessarily for men. Sometimes a nigga catch a glimpse, like, "Oh, you trying to fuck? Oh, cool." No. Oh. No. Okay. Well, you know, I don't have any experience in this, and I'm not going to incriminate myself. But my past, past, long time ago self, I will let you know for a fact: men getting some ass from women. Is not necessarily the same level of. I know women be having to be emotionally like I really like this guy and blah. Man, we don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Men be fucking women they don't even like. But do you understand that? This How is many like men a in this room cycle? fuck the woman y'all don't like? Tell the truth. Shame the devil. But yes. this is the thing. You don't understand how emotional cheating leads to physical cheating. <laughs> you do understand that, right? I don't. Of course. But That's why I said it's very, it's very situational because it depends on who's doing the cheating, who's yeah. receiving the cheating. Because at the end of the day, whatever emotional cheating will lead your woman to cheat physically with a man. Of course. So they all tie in together. That's because women be emo- a man. If I'm emotionally, if I'm emotionally cheating with a woman, I'm getting ready to fuck her. It's all a part of the same. It's like why the fuck am I stirring? The- yeah, I could just whip up some eggs. I'm gonna probably cook them. Like, yeah, of course, whipping eggs is different than frying eggs, but it's all a part of the same process for a man. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, it's not like we be emotional. We don't get nothing out of emotionally it, connecting to some woman okay. we don't live with. But okay, at the same so time, the, you coming from a person, you coming from a perspective of receiving, oh no, I'm sorry. sorry oh, okay. You're coming from a perspective of being on the cheating end versus being on the receiving end. And I feel like that's where you're coming from. So all yeah, yeah men don't give a fuck whatever. But what if you receive said cheating? Well, uh, that's that's what I just said at the beginning. Yeah. So you women, don't care what your woman do. No, you can't care what your woman does. Like you would hope that she conducts herself accordingly, same way you conduct yourself accordingly. But you can't like. But you realize that is giving a fuck about what she do because you can't control what she do. But you do realize women check out emotionally before they check out physically. Of course. Right? So it's like you can't be okay with her emotionally cheating because that's where the physical will follow. But I, I don't think anybody said we're okay but, with anybody emotionally cheating. Okay. What I'm saying is women look at men just having a conversation with a woman as he's emotionally cheating on me. And what I'm saying not. is we don't give a fuck about that woman. I wouldn't say I would give that much of a fuck about a man. Having a conversation with a woman. A lot of women do, though. And, and, but you know what? We're going to get on that, too. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. Let me remember what I was getting ready to say. Okay. I think that we have to decipher. Like, like the, the whole question was... I got to hit you. <laughs> the whole question was about emotional cheating. What is emotional cheating? Okay. I think we, we kind of not breaking it down enough. Because I think it's a difference between emotional and mental Hear me out when I'm when I'm saying what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I can say all day long, okay, I think I want to fuck with her. Or I think I want to fuck with him. Emotional to me is when you are emotional, quote unquote. Meaning you have feelings for an individual. That's emotional to me. When you talk about emotional, that's a whole different vibe than just, oh, okay, well, I'm about to step out and just do my thing real quick. When you say you emotionally cheating, that means oh, I'm thinking about this nigga all day. You know what? I really love him. I do care about him. I'm, or I care about her. Or this, this, and that. You know what? I'm going to call her. You know what? I'm, that's emotional. That's hilarious to me, That's man. emotional. Emotional ain't, oh, I just met, oh, you know what? I want to fuck her. Or I want to fuck him. That ain't emotional. To and it's me, dangerous. It's dangerous, too. It's, it's a very thin line. dangerous. It's a thin line. But when you talk about emotional, 
I'd rather a motherfucker say, oh, I just want to fuck that person. Mm-hmm. Versus saying, I, I said this last week. I'd rather you say, okay, I want to fuck that yeah. motherfucker versus yeah. I love that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I want to leave your motherfucking ass for this motherfucker. That's and they had no parts of the dick. Yeah, yeah. Emotion- That's the, oh, exactly. shit. I'm sorry. This ain't nothing, like this ain't nothing physical. This yeah. is emotional. Like I said last week, emotionally cheating is a motherfucker. That's, it's a difference, man. I'm not saying, I, I, I don't think anybody is okay with somebody emotionally cheating. And, and the, the parameters whole, of it, though, sometimes get muddy. And, the, and the whole thing, too, that we discussed last week is I don't feel like just because you have a conversation or even indulge in a conversation regarding what you feel or whatever, it's considered you wanting to deal with that person that you conversating with. Mm-hmm. That just means, you know what, this mean this person just vibe on a level as far as a listening ear. That don't mean I'm romantically involved mentally with this person. That just means, you know, we just talk. And I know it's going to make people mad, but... I think women perceive that that way because if a man had took time out to listen to her and her issues, she think that man give a fuck about her, and it makes her feel more connected to him. Vice versa, if we talking to a woman, women, be listening. If you tell a woman something's going on and she listening, it's a Tuesday, motherfucker. Okay. That's what women do. So let me, so let me just address this part of Dev. Mm, <laughs> Dev is. 100% secure in his marriage and any see, and all no, relationships no, see, he's no, ever had no. to have this I don't give that's a not, fuck that's perspective. Not, <laughs> that's not, that's not like, the case. That's not the case. What, <laughs> what I'm saying is you reach, you go through this evolution okay. where you, you go, you're in a relationship, then you like marry a person, then you panic. you like, I lo- like, I love this motherfucker. I would die for this motherfucker. But like, what if they do this, that, and the third? Then you start realizing over a period of time, I can't control them. I could, they going to take trips. They going to be gone for me 14 hours out of the day. Like, I can't control this person. So, like, I could go crazy trying to figure out every little move they make or find some level of solace in my life and be like, listen, I got to have trust. Like, everybody talk about trust and faith in a relationship, but then don't nobody know how to execute trust and faith. And when you like display trust, is looked at like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just trust you to do what the fuck you're supposed to do. If you don't, then all right, we'll suffer the consequences on the back end. But I can't kill myself thinking about what you're doing every second of that's the goddamn healthy. day. That's and, healthy. And that's, and, that's a and that's why you got a full beard with a little bit of gray. That's why you got a full beard with a little <laughs> bit of gray. Not a whole lot of gray. <laughs> but that's a form. That's a form of insecurity in a mm-hmm. sense because you look at they probably looking at it like, oh, if you not on me like this, yeah. you don't react. You don't care way, about me, and you don't give a fuck about. No, me. that's not the case. I can't control you. Yeah. I can't control you. And I, and especially if you know somebody, you know, I speak from my personal thing. I don't get too specific, but you know people, you you knew them before you met them, then you got a relationship with them, and maybe you married them. You like, I know the conversations you be having. I know you uh, uh, you uh, uh, you probably having conversations you ain't got no business having. You be talking shit. You a shit talker. You a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what I'm going to don't Don't be yourself no more. You married to me. You can't be yourself no more. Man, go do you, man. Right. Bring your motherfucking ass home at the end of the day and we'll I, figure this shit out, man. I'm anxious to I'm, hear your perspective on this, Brain. Because he's been crying. Yeah, What's I'm, going I'm, I'm on? It's it. just a... I, look, he I like love. The, he, ain't, he ain't got time for <laughs> that. He had a beautiful weekend. He had niggas playing the clarinet next to their table. And shit. He ain't got time. No, he had a recorder. He had a recorder. Hey, a recorder. Hey, he had a mariachi band, nigga. He ain't got time for us, he heathens. <laughs> he just had a weekend of love, you heathens. And some Austin. Some Austin. Some Austin. <laughs> no, for real though. For your information, it was a jazz. Flute. It was a, it was a, a jazz, jazz quartet. Ryan Burgundy was playing. Was Ron, exactly, he was walking on tables and shit. He was walking on tables, motherfucker. Um, 
it's the, I'm I'm still sitting in the same spot as last week. I, I I don't think Dev is telling no lies about how he feels. Um, um, I I I think everybody's gonna look at this from from with their personal spin on it. It's like so it's I, like she, it's, it's like her saying that that uh you know Dev is um is is way secure in his relationship and things like that. Uh-huh. And I just I, I I do think that plays a part in it. But I understand what he's saying along the lines of. If you're a person that's worrying about what your mate or somebody's doing, like number one, if you're doing that anyway, you don't need to be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, like, I get what he's saying. Like, you're not gonna drive yourself crazy sitting here saying, wow. uh, uh, "But yeah, you ain't gonna drive yourself crazy saying, um, you know, oh man, what is she doing? Why she at work? Oh, she ain't calling me on her lunch break. I wonder <laughs> what she doing now or something like that." You can't but like they were saying in the feed too, it, it, it all kind of came up because of the pastor from last yeah, week. Who we had an article he. Decided to publicly publicly apologize, apologize to his wife for emotionally cheating and stuff okay. like that. See, I didn't know where it came from. I just think we pour too much shit into the emotionally cheating mm-hmm. thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like, like I'm sorry, people for getting vulgar, but you know what? I'm not gonna say that. But vaginal intercourse, oral intercourse, sexual cheating, groping, you know, any torp, any type of insertion, any orifice kissing, like it's very. Strict, like this is what cheating is sexually. Mm-hmm. The emotional cheating niggas be like, oh, so you both y'all like fucking housewives of Pittsburgh? So hmm, that's well, not the most. <laughs> Come on, man, that's not cheating. <laughs> it's two people with like like ideals. You know what I'm saying? Like it take emotionally cheating to me. You go down a whole path of like I can replace you with this it's, person. It's now, nuanced. It's that's nuanced a whole other situation. It, it, you can either be very macro about it, you know, like we were someone last week when it's like, okay, if you're talking to somebody and y'all got the same interest, yeah, I'm gonna have a conversation about football with you because I like to talk football. Yeah. You like to talk football, like it's somebody of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. We can have a conversation about football. That's something simple, uh, you know. So I, I think it's, but the nuances, you know, uh, if you actually finding this person attractive and you seeking this person out for this conversation because mm. you finding that person attractive. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. With now, I like to call it okay. the Lego effect. The Lego effect. Mm-hmm. You can start oh. building on some shit, right? This nigga making up content. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Shout out to my son. Wait. Shout out to my son. But I, Chase McDaniel, shout out to him. As soon as you've been wearing these glasses, you've been trying to be, get real he's studious on motherfuckers. Right now, when Play I take them off, I'm DJ. The T-H-E. Playboy the DJ, PhD in this bitch. Now, it's a Lego effect. Okay. And what I mean by that is, now, you can just, now, let's not leave out the real shit. You can be on some cool shit and just talking to a person. But there are situations where you can start getting a little closer and a little closer mm-hmm. in that situation that can kind of start building on that. And the next thing you know, without you even wanting it to go in that direction, it can mm-hmm. become that situation. And the next thing you know, then you start emotionally cheating mm-hmm. because we, you're looking forward to that situation. Can we say some real shit that people don't want to have a conversation about yeah. sometimes? You know what else prevents this emotional cheating bullshit that, that mm-hmm. people try to pour into every interaction? Mm-hmm. A conscious conversation with the person of the opposite opposite sex that you friends with, yeah, and letting them know, or both people understanding that, like, yo, we just we cool, yeah. You can lay that line down, yeah, and then never go past being friends. That's true, but you got people that'll push past that friend part. I understand that, but at that point, you're not going to rape me. I'm six five, three hundred pounds. So at this point, we've had the conversation, right? So 
If you don't trust me, that's another conversation. You've never seen well, the if you movie don't trust smokers. your mate, like if you don't trust Mo's not six five, three hundred pounds. I mean, I'm about to say you never seen so, the movie so, Smokers. So, so, so you try to say I'm, you, I'm, you I'm a nigga to be raped. Huh? That's what you're saying. She gonna take the. She gonna take oh, she it. just gonna take it, huh? <laughs> you you understand why I'm so quiet? What you got today, huh? What it you got some, on my baby, it a, Mo? It was a long weekend, Devin. <laughs> what you got on my ride, homie? What you got on my reverse cowgirl, homie? Like, what? <laughs> you down and put it in. <laughs> but now there's also a conversation if you get cool with people where you know what I mean? You you put that line. You set those boundaries. You draw that line. Like you you can be proactive in that. But yeah. what do you do? Okay, so what do you do when you draw those certain lines and they respect it but they still kind of get in their phone? Don't interact off. with them no more. Cut them off. They're not more important than, than the person you in a relationship with. Right. They're not more important than your wife or husband. Cut them the fuck off. They're not that important. I my bad. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if, like you said, like you ain't doing nothing wrong, whatever. You're just being an ear. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. hit you up every so often or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're not, like you're completely innocent in the mm-hmm. situation, but they're still kind of getting their you off by having that type of mm-hmm. connection with you. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that? Cut them off. You're not stupid. Like don't play games like you don't understand if you pick up on vibes. Cut them off. That's that's real. Cut them the fuck off. You know what's you know what the fuck going on. You know yeah, what's going on. Especially, you know I think when spe- yeah. especially well, you women can't help that they beat to your profile picture. Too. You can't help that. You can't help they get off to your profile <laughs> picture. Like yeah, you can't help can't. that. But as far as my interaction with you, the same way we maybe have conversations about you ain't really calling me about Nick Chubb no more, huh? Right. You know what I'm saying? She like talking this, about that real. Chubb. Yeah, you talking about that real that full Chubb. You call him about full chug. Welcome to doing you know a podcast with three men. <laughs> that double drip. You got to cut, cut her and him off, man. You got to cut that off. You got to cut that off at the head, man. If they don't respect what the fuck you got going on, you got to keep it moving. It's that simple, man. Not so simple. Like, so in, in the feed, shout out to MTV. He said that, you know, do you know yeah, how many, you know, have any idea how many women said, you know, this will never go any further. And then they ended up, they ended up going further. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people's, and I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sitting there to say you know nothing against MTV or nothing like that. I'm just saying in general. I think people can get to know you more, and then feelings can change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. say we are. Say I'm just. A, it's a coworker. It's like oh yeah, me and this coworker is cool or whatever. Yada yada yada. Who's to say that the more you talk and the more you see you? Yeah. Oh, we we have football in common. Oh, we also like this same singer or mm-hmm. whatever, something like mm-hmm. that. Who's to say that after time, you know, it don't start building into something else? Would you allow and, your significant other? To receive said paid lunch by a coworker who's the opposite well, sex. Did you provide the lunch for him? Well, you know what? No, I'm just saying, like, if your wife was at work and her coworker wanted to buy her lunch, it's coworker. It's happened a million times. Co-worker. She works in sales, though. She works in sales. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying is, she works in sales. So I would kill myself trying to figure out whether or not was it at a lunch for the office. Mm. Was it a lunch from a coworker? I don't have the mental capacity to try to figure out which one is which. If she tell me it was lunch for the office, then it was lunch for the office. If it was lunch for her selling some cars, then it was lunch for her selling some cars. If it was lunch for her doing this, that, and the third, I don't have the mental capacity to be trying to be like, was it really? Or did that nigga want some pussy? <laughs> I don't have the mental capacity. And on the flip side, damn, I can't with you. I'm just saying, and on the flip side, if you didn't cook that man lunch, and somebody was like, I see you be going to lunch every day. I just brought you some extra pork chops. What else was to do? Say no? Right. 
But see, that's leading into another situation I was getting. Well, I don't on, know. If, if somebody brings you some pork chops, that's a little intimate to me. You know what I'm saying? But, but you took the time but, to cold them. No, you, could, if you, you warmed the grease up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if it's that if it's that friend from work, yeah. If it's just a random person from work, like one of your coworkers that you might know that you're kind of cool with, but they just tap in like, I see you on B. You know what I'm saying? They bring you. Hey, I was hungry, cuz. Yeah, okay. I just, no, I just wanted to read... Uh, one of the comments from the feed from uh, Zay. Shout out. What's up, Zay? He said, some people cheat because they are cheaters, plain and simple. Most cheat because of what is lacking from their partner in the relationship. The yeah. real question is, did facts. that person put the effort in to fix it before they stepped out? Facts. That's facts. But at the same time, whatever, whether they put the effort in or not, you yourself, because I think like a lot of stuff has to go within. You have to look within yourself. Uh, real quick. Can I- how you move. And, 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 and this is where like 80-20 come from. Just because your man don't cook for you and this man cook for you or whatever, but he's handling all the other responsibilities that you want out of a man doesn't mean that that meal weighs more than what you got at home. Okay. So I feel like it's eternal thing. You have to look at yourself like, what if it is does? it really lacking? And that's a part of the 80 or is that part of the 20? Okay. But, 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 to, but to feel like, but to, but to be, <laughs> but to me to feel as, um, I think Put it's up to us. On huh? I don't even eat pork. I, like I don't even stuff. care. It's up to it's up to us two to be honest with ourselves, though. Mm. To believe that you can fulfill a hundred percent of that eighty percent, you got to be honest. You got to be honest. Are you fulfilling all that shit? Because if this person begins to present more shit that makes more sense, then if you don't keep if you don't pick up the slack, your partner can move the fuck on. Okay, so. But and if your partner is making sound decisions. All right, so if that if you see that happening though, would you go to your partner and say, "Hey, I think you, we are lacking in this area," or would you let your partner keep doing fucking something? Up. Yeah, <laughs> fucking up that that you know what's going to lead to you that's leaving. Not, yeah, that that that's to the particular person. Yeah, because you always got to give an opportunity for improvement. But you, you, but, I get, but you already know. But if, let's say let's let, hold real quick. No, let's, let's say some Shoot, and you know your partner not going to start. It's not they response like they not gonna start making you lunch tomorrow, bro. Like it's not gonna happen. So like you start learning like what battles you gonna be fight. Like you can't fight that battle. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna start making you lunch every day. That's where the emotional cheating comes in. Yeah, that's where it comes in because Because now you got hoes. Jake and them started making me lunch. They brought me some lunch. Now I feel some type of way because the reality is what's really going on mentally is that you lacking your own relationship. So now because this person over here did something so simple or something that may have appeased you because of what you may be lacking in your own relationship, I'm, can I preach now? But that's what can, I'm saying. Can you preach, brother? Can preach preach for him. Yes. <laughs> I, go ahead. I got a perfect analogy for this for my brother brainstorm and even you, Lisa, I don't know how Don't much. touch me because I'm going <laughs> to fight you. It was just a shoulder tap. I don't know how much of a Browns fan Ms. you Leah. are. Leah. I don't know how much of a I don't know how much of a Browns fan you are, but you know I always go to these. Don't uh, question that bruise that came from me. <laughs> so I was I was I was I was downloaded. I was doing this before. You know I watched the video when I first downloaded these um these plugins for my my music stuff, and it was like this app. It's called Fresh Air, or whatever. It was like it's an app you didn't you even know that? you. It's a plugin you didn't even know you needed. Okay. Right. So when you we talk about this 80-20 shit, right? Okay. And like I got all this shit at the crib. This person will be presenting a little bit. <laughs> I love your wife. Look. I absolutely adore your wife. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you so 
you believe you got all this shit going on for yourself at, at home, or you you doing all shit for your, your woman, or you doing all shit for your man, and anybody else out here can only give you twenty percent. What mm. I'm sometimes you go into a situation and you don't even know you missing it until you receive it. Mm. Meaning, like I'm a huge Browns fan. I don't have many people are Browns fans. We took we took Baker Mayfield. <laughs> we took Baker Mayfield number one overall. Right. We didn't even know we needed Nick Chubb the way we did. Right. Mm-hmm. But Nick Chubb is 10 times better than Baker Mayfield. Going into it, you think, I got the number one pick. I got Baker Mayfield. I'm good. Three years down the line, you like, should we even resign Baker Mayfield? Because mm-hmm. I need to keep Nick Chubb. Didn't even know I needed Nick Chubb when I drafted him. Thought I had Carlos Hyde and Isaiah Crowell. Didn't even know I needed him. And now that I got him, I'm like, fuck. I needed that more than I needed Baker. Sometimes in your relationship, you think you got it all until you meet. You be like, oh, fuck. Or you know what it is too, Dev? Hmm. You think you got it all? Or it's a case of you not really knowing what the fuck you really want. Hey, y'all ain't gonna go to practice field. You be like, God damn it, I need to run the ball more. Y'all ain't gonna be up here preaching like this on (laughs) Sunday. Some people come along in your life that make you realize what you really want. You think you want that. Now, is it a case of sometimes when you really love a person and you really care about them and you're satisfied, but is being satisfied really the definition of being happy? But then you gotta, okay, so you said this, and I'm just taking your words. I ain't returning you, girl. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Love you, Leah. So this is the thing. You said it specifically as a man would. Goddamn. You, well, goddamn. You, you, you never know what you really want until it's presented you, to you. I mean, excuse me. Right. But I'm gonna say this though. Is it more of what you want or what you need? Because when I What's, put my well, wants to, to the I'm side, about to, I'm about to put a shotgun to her. Back. Listen, and I'm coming with the Mac Rookie! <laughs> because, like, for real, it depends on, like, for real, the person. And I mm-hmm. think every relationship mm-hmm. is situational. But for me, I'm going to speak for me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to speak for any other woman, any other person. Mm-hmm. I feel where you coming from. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly how I felt until mm-hmm. what I needed presented itself mm-hmm. versus what I was wanting and chasing. Because once I received what I needed, honestly, swallow. I don't care whatever I wanted prior to what I mm-hmm. what I what I what before the time I received what I needed. Because what I needed is actually gonna have endurance. It's gonna have that longevity. It's gonna have that, you know, because what I wanted, obviously, I don't what I wanted ain't. I'm I've had to, what I've wanted. I've literally had a man who was light skinned, you know, tall with braids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait whoa. a minute. And that's all he whoa. was. When I wanted a light skinned man that was tall with braids, that's literally what I got. If you think about every time that you wanted something and got that and found out that you still was lacking somewhere, and then you finally get what you need, and even though it wasn't what you wanted, all your needs is feel like mm-hmm. I just. It's a it hit different, baby. I'm gonna do it. It hit different. And I'm gonna do it like Cause you this. see my screensaver. Right. All that ass is on that left. I'm sorry. And I'm gonna do my it boyfriend. like this. <laughs> for those in the feet, I'm gonna go like this. Cause I know my niggas right there waiting <laughs> for me. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna summon Petty James Reasoning. I'm gonna summon my pops right now. Let's okay? go. Okay. This one came in my soul when you said that. Oh, did it come to the soul? Yeah, it came in my soul. Ooh. Cause my pops talk about this shit all the time. Okay. You reach a point in your life when opportunity and preparation meet, right? You reach a point in your life where what you want and what you need merge. 
and you reach a level of maturity in your life that you want the things you need. You understand what I'm saying? Once you purge yourself, once you purge yourself from the bullshit, you don't even want Hawaiian punch. You want water. Mm. You want what you need. Your daddy. That's so real. you reach a point maturity wise mm. where you no longer want light skin and fuck all that. I want and need stability. I want and need calm. I want and need support. Right. They've merged. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when you might be younger and you a dumb dude, I'm not gonna put it on women, especially men. We be yeah, wanting dumb shit. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You want dumb shit. But when you reach that point in your life, like Playboy was saying, when you have lived life and your wants and your needs are now merged together. And knowing yourself. And you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this is what I need. Shout out to my homie Brainstorm. I feel like yes. he's in a great situation. I love, you were talking about Leah. I love him and, and, and his girl situation. I, I love Leah. Okay. Well, she ta- loved I'm, me. I'm talking about Go Playboy. Ahead. I'm, I'm talking ahead. about uh, Brainstorm. Yeah, but absolutely. I love him and his girl because I feel like, especially for him, he knows what he wants out of a woman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It ain't really like, he ain't got time to be playing with women. You know what I'm saying? So like, when I see them interact, I'm like, you know what, those two people, no matter where it goes, hopefully it goes forever. You know, we picking out tucks. I'm not even getting it right now. I already got mine. You know what I'm saying? But I do. Like, I'm going to ask God ready, nigga. I know his wants and his needs. <laughs> if they haven't fully merged, <laughs> even from the time I've been doing the pod, I've seen them come together. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? Like you reach a point, especially as a man. I appreciate like, those words, man. Uh, the, the cash app payment will be there. Dollar sign there. <laughs> two one six. Yeah. But no, just like, you reach a point, man, where you understand, you understand both those. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel what you're saying. But um, just don't leave cracks in your relationship that heavy that can mm. allow people to infiltrate. That's so if I got what you're saying, mm-hmm. it's more of an internal Growth, yeah, than it is an outward yeah, one. So I, I can appreciate that because, like, yes, you are absolutely right. Yeah. What am I saying that on live? But no, for real, for real, and that's and that's and that's where you know I've I've had conversations with multiple women about mm-hmm. that. Like, it's okay to want what you want, mm-hmm. yeah. but where are your needs are? Yeah, you know, is that being fulfilled as well? Yeah. Whatever, because I can honestly say I agree with you because I have both. Mm-hmm. Even though I made emphasis on my needs, mm-hmm. I, want, yeah. I want him to. I want him <laughs> yeah, to. I feel you. I feel you. But can't wait to see you on Christmas. You know what it is? <laughs> it's like that. I think I love my wife movie with Chris Rock, and he, that part having through the movie. He was on the train, and he was like, "You see a beautiful woman." I see somebody on the phone, and I'm like, how high is that goddamn phone bill? It's like, mm. at some point, the switch it just clicks. flips. Yeah. And it, the, the way you look at the world, like, you see a big booty on Instagram, and you just scroll. You might look to be like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's a so nice thing. I'm about thing. to say, you, you ain't going to tell me you ain't going to pause. You don't double tap. You ain't going to double tap. Wait, you don't double tap. Wait, if, you put those fingers away. Is it disrespect <laughs> for your wife to double tap and follow? I mean, why is she? What is we doing right now? It's woman appreciation. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, so look, so look, check it out, check it out, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I was at a show, and you know what I'm saying. I'm talking to my girl Kawana. Shout out. Um, mm-hmm. and this girl walked past, and she, I'm, man, like I know I'm said thick, right? I can I can run with it. I've 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 accepted it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I always thought I was just a pretty face with a body. You know, just okay, whatever. So when she walked past, I was like, oh. And then I, I was probably a Long Island. I was like, "Hey, you are beautiful. Can I touch your booty?" Mm. <laughs> mm. That's why it's disrespectful <laughs> to do it. And look, because and all look, y'all can do that. I swear on everything. She was like, "Girl, thank you." 
you, yeah. What? And she, and she, and it was. Fellas, do not follow this. Do not yeah, follow this. Oh my god. Is, we're not. We're not. We're not offering. It wasn't even. Unless you niggas went to jail. It wasn't even like I. She understand. Like it was like, girl, that bag is cute. I'll take a picture with it. I, hmm? And I, t- it's not a pair really. I was just throwing it out there, but uh, <laughs> it was soft. So it's like so in that moment, I understand what, what 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 men struggle with for real. I, I understand the struggle. I understand. I understand the struggle. Like I get it. I get All it. Right. I get it. All right. Well, I do think y'all have. Uh, we've we've done it. Yeah, I, I think y'all have done a good job on this topic, especially especially picking it up and um, putting it back. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, putting a bow on it from last so week. Can I, so can I? So can I jump into a little bit? A, a, a brainchild of this one? Oh, I'm not advising that anybody touch booty. I'm not. That's <laughs> yeah. not. That's yeah. That's not what I'm yeah, saying. Ahead, I'm can saying I jump into the brainchild of this? So, uh, off of this last week, now we got all these good vibes. Let's just fuck them up again. Yeah. All right. So, in the in the feed last week, was, you know, it was heated, and it was on a comment that said, you know, just agree to disagree. And over the years, like I've, I never cared for that statement. Why? I'm about to break it down to you. Break it down. He's. A I think it's probably one of the worst phrases in the English language, and I think it cuts across gender lines, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he's sexist. No, I'm not. Men don't normally subscribe to that thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of why we favor sports. Like we disagree, but we don't agree. You know what I'm saying? Like I might not ever. Like, I don't share anybody else's feelings about the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? But the Steelers are 10 and 0. Right. So I can't agree to disagree. I have to disagree in my like form, but just agree with the fact that you're better than me. We don't really subscribe to this, like, we, we, our, our interests reach results. They reach championships. Like, they, they decide a winner. The Lakers are the winner. You can't disagree with that. There's no agreeing to disagree. We're we're com- we're combat sport fans. Like we're not really, we're not really uh, reality show housewife exes fans, which have no ending. I'm not saying just that in general. They they have. I'm just saying in general, they have no ending. They have no. Mm. It's all up to assumption. It's all agree to disagree. It's all I just favor this person over. I don't give a fuck who you favor. Lamar Jackson was the MVP. So he is the most valuable player for the 2019 season, whether you like it or not. There's no disagreeing with that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times in conversations, like the one we was having last week, there is a solution to it, and we continue this week. There is a solution to certain shit. There is a final ending to conversations. But just agreeing to disagree, it it leaves too much shit to chance. I feel like only on the tangible, though. Like you, go, yeah, go like ahead. there's an answer to it when it's when it's something obvious. Yes, Lamar Jackson was the MVP for the 2019. Mm-hmm. That's the tangible part. The non-tangible part was somebody could say, yeah, but maybe somebody was more deserving. But so I think the I tangibles think, only matter. Like we, oh, you, but you, I was, I was gonna go to that. I was gonna go to that. My bad for jump. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I, I just, I just think that's where it is. It's just there's always a space where there's always a place where there's a the the one plus one has always got to equal two. Yeah, you know. So in that sense, I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, but the agree to disagree, I still think there's use in it because it's just saying okay, it's frivolous. It, it, it's just saying that you are always going to like 
I can respect your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Yeah, but, but that, I can respect it. But how we we don't make the we watch first take for that. We watch undisputed. They agree to disagree every day, but it's for entertainment purposes. Mm. Like if we live in life, we have to agree where we gonna live. Yeah. Ain't no agree to disagree. You know, it's to me. It's almost like um, it's almost like when you look at uh, like PC culture today. Some people look at stuff and they're like, yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with this. And some people look at it and it's like, okay, this is terrible or whatever. It's like the Kevin Hart thing mm-hmm. with the jokes from, from his new comedy special, right. uh, No Futs Given, mm-hmm. where I looked, well, we talked about it last night, but mm-hmm. I looked online right before we got on the show too. I see that he jumped into a little media thing that he was doing to promote the thing. And mm-hmm. he was taking heat from people in the chat because of the joke about his daughter. Now, I think most people know it was a joke. Yeah, Like right. it honestly was just a joke. Nothing crazy, but people will de- argue you down about but, stuff like see, that. See, but that's still the nuance of it. It's not the fa- the facts are. It's just a joke. Mm. So you know, what I'm I can't. We we can debate the nuance of it all day long, but it's still just a joke. How it makes you feel, to be quite honest about it, I personally don't give a fuck. Maybe you give a fuck or you give a fuck what people personally feel about shit. We talked about it last night. I enjoy niggas pushing the envelope. I don't really give a fuck about other people's feelings. You kind of controversial that way. Yeah, I don't give a fuck which because I don't have the time or attention to give a fuck about what you feel because I don't even know you, nigga. It's levels. I don't know you. Are you capping? Are you telling me? I don't know. Like We're wasting our time because I don't know you. All I know is for a fact Kevin Hart is registered as a comedian. That's a fact. So he and on the, the 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 episode or whatever the special he's telling jokes another fact none of that can be disputed I get it it's facts versus feelings yeah because I feel like whatever is definitive you like you said you can't argue it like mm-hmm. if they're the Super Bowl champions you can't be like agree disagree I get exactly where you if come somebody from. accuse you of emotionally cheating but, you can't agree to disagree <laughs> even kind of but, but that's what I'm saying like for you to say that it's frivolous or it doesn't matter. Like the whole statement, agree to disagree, it actually has sound purpose in certain situations. But again, we talk about what's situational versus what can you can blanket. You can't sit up here and tell me as a black woman in America, mm-hmm. when I say black lives matter, agree, disagree. Bitch, I wish you would. <laughs> but you... You know what I'm saying? I mean, you... So, so, so like, okay, you are, you are, you are 100% in your right to say and feel however you do. Yeah. However, actions following said statement exactly. will get your ass fucked yeah. up. <laughs> You're 100% right. But the fact so, of the matter is people cannot believe Black Lives Matter, though. And that's why I said, like, where that whole agree-disagree thing mm-hmm. is or whatever, like, I would rather, and that's my thing, whatever, people show their hand when they use that statement in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Because if ever I said Black Lives Matter and you say agree-disagree, okay, now you 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 better yeah, you better watch you, what you do next. You because, just disagree with me. You just yeah. disagree with me that Black Lives Matter. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not I'm not So so I'm I'm saying like yes, don't use it so loosely. I mm-hmm. understand where you're coming from. Like it can't just be thrown on everything that you're yeah, that like, you're yeah. wrong about. Like you can, like, I get that. Like I, I get what you're saying. When you're absolutely wrong, like bitch, I said <laughs> Well I just agree. One plus two exactly one plus two equals you know, one plus two equals three. You can't say agree to I get what you're saying. Like when somebody's absolutely wrong in their opinion or perspective on something mm-hmm. and they use 
agree disagree as a as a fall as point. a crutch. Yeah, yeah. I get what yeah. you're saying, but it's that's why I love you, Lisa. Because I feel you feel wrong. Okay, right. I'm very right. unbiased. I'm very unbiased. You got it. So that's why I said like it can't be a blanket thing. It read has to be me, very... read me, read me. Tell me about myself. I got it. So <laughs> love you, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get what you're saying, and that's what that's where we are in the last ten years, though, mm. because. We've become so oversensitive about bullshit and so desensitized about real shit that we blanket certain situations on how we handle them. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're throwing the whole little sucker of, you know what? I don't got to fuck with everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. This this is, you know where it came from? I'm going to tell you right now where it came from. Participation awards. Yeah. This is literally the era of participation awards because you can't say who's better than, than whoever. Like, your son is you shitty, yeah, ma'am. Your yeah, son's yeah. not good Everybody, at the sport. Every, it's, it's so inclusive. It has to be included. <laughs> Unity. You know, you... No. You, I watched you the games for a greater and the little nigga got beat on every blitz. He's bad, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is literally the era of sir, participation Sir, awards. your son is terrible. Yes. His ankle is literally on the court right now. He got crossed. It's on the court right now, sir. Now, Quantisha's son had 30. That nigga's the MVP, okay? <laughs> so, you know, we can't is, agree to disagree this, on that, bro. Exactly. This is where the, uh, the, the agree disagree just went out of the like, out of like, turn. Like, and then think about it. People really run with this shit. That's where Karen's came from. Yeah, that's true. Because now you're trying to dictate what another human being does. Like, mm-hmm. no. I don't care how you feel about what I do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. This is how I feel. Yeah. This is, you have freedom of expression the same way as I do. If we don't agree to express ourselves the same way, you got to respect that. This yeah. is who I am. I'll suffer the consequences of what I stand for the same way you'll suffer the consequences of what you stand for. And I might punch your motherfucking teeth out. Okay. Say, All right, then. So... You have to stand with that. You have your cross to bear. I have mine. Right. What you eat don't make me shit on the mm. truest level of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's real shit. Mm. I like how April just said it. It's like she said, an opinion can't be wrong. I don't know if an opinion can be wrong. You know say, just to be honest. But but uh but she no, said, she said if you say in my opinion different the, but not wrong. The, the, the sky purple. No, your opinion yeah, yeah, fucking I, 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 I no, I, I know what she's opinions. saying. Okay, I know real what she's quick. saying. I know what she's saying. The problem we run into in society is people be making opinions on facts. Oh you can't do that. You got to put the opinions in the proper place. You can't make an opinion. You can't have an opinion on somebody's relationship. We got too much access to motherfuckers. We got too much of that. Look, you we, just we gave got, my, this just gave well, my opinion on his. I don't know about you that. just gave my opinion on his. I, I I'm contradicting myself. Well, see, I, I think, see, you I know what? It's what you put out there. It's what you put out there because exactly. Like, I think honestly, you can't have opinions on relationships. Yeah, you I think, can. I, think I, you I, can. I come you out can. and said I have a boyfriend. However, is there any picture that you can find of him? No face, no case. You are here holding niggas there. Hey, show yourself, cuz. Or, <laughs> or yourself. don't let her put you. Or <laughs> an opinion, a, opinion on a relationship could be a situation where if I constantly come to you and say I can't stand this motherfucker and this and this and that, yeah, that's you another can problem. Start to form yeah. an opinion yeah. about the situation without mm. knowing what's truly yep. going on. And you know, in what? the situation, you you're right. I mean? You're right. And you can have an opinion. You can have based a general, on what I'm saying. Yeah, you can have a general opinion like observing Mo and his girl and give an opinion. Right. But you can't be like. No. Hey man, you need to get rid of that. You, you can like that's and, none and of your you, fucking you, business. Bro. And you have right. to understand that it's it's based solely what people say about certain things is based solely on their exposure of said events. Like if you haven't had that many relationships, how could you talk about my marriage? Yeah, real shit. So it's like you have to be very conscious 
of what you put out there, but also of who you take in. Because you ain't going to let just any random speak mm-hmm. on your marriage. The same way, I'm not going to put out there the face of my boyfriend. Just know I got a man. And this, never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to go again. But you know, and, and this also, again, does cut across gender lines. <laughs> because, like I go back to the sports shit. Uh, not all men watch sports. But something like, even though you don't see the behind the scenes and practices and shit, when it's game day, it's unfiltered. It's uncut. You see every throw, every route. You can get the all 22 footage. You can get the full court footage in basketball and watch everything that happened. Mm-hmm. The issue with a lot of this other shit, the way television and media is, is, is produced today, is people feel like they have enough information to form an opinion. But a lot of times people are acting. And then they, they, they shield it under reality. But these scenes are staged. So, but then you got 15 million people commenting on whether or not Shakisha and Jaquan should be together on Love and Hip Hop. And you'd be like, and that's so, oh, that's you so don't know these fucking people. But you know what? And I hate that they have seriously like let the floodgates open with that shit. Because my thing is this or whatever. I'm an I'm a upcoming comedian, right? Couple years down the line, I make it big. Speaking of existence, because I am. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. At some point, I know I'm gonna upload a picture of me like out at, you know, maybe an after hour spot. Okay. And <laughs> was like, hold on. Now. on. <laughs> no. And I'm gonna have like it's maybe a fans. cocktail. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cocktail <laughs> in my hand. And it's gonna be you like, well, you were just talking time. about how God delivered you. Two weeks ago mm-hmm. in 2020, but now you out at the club. Right. Yeah. I feel like you can't have so much to say about a person when they're off the clock. Like, if Chris Brown is not on stage entertaining me, he's not in the studio making an album, I don't give a fuck what he's doing at 3 o'clock with his kids. Like, I feel like we've allowed society to have too much say-so in a person's life when they're off the clock. And that's where... You know, we kind of get into these things or whatever. Like, honey, mm-hmm. like you need to be worried about your kids. Mm-hmm. Like the whole R. Kelly situation. Y'all got uncles that touch y'all that y'all ain't even say shit about. Mm. But because it's R. Kelly, we gonna go for the gusto. So turn on the album. What you saying? I'm just saying, like, the music from the man. You can't. Oh my god. All I'm saying is that you can't you can't throw stones in a glass house. You got your own battles that you deal with on a daily basis or whatever. Just because they're in a different position of life, and I say that for a reason, just because they're in a different position with their life does not make what you say and what you project on that person to be so. Mm-hmm. That's all. But, okay, I, I, I hear what... <clears throat> April, I guess my issue is not necessarily in opinion-based things. Like, yeah, you can agree to disagree on some opinion based shit like religion because everybody has yeah, opinions like, about religion but we we wasn't here when, when this whole thing was created yeah. we don't have any definitive evidence of yeah. what happened prior to yeah. our existence so that's always going to be yeah. a place of agree disagree but that's why life, it's like 18 different yeah. religions like but but in in moving into the studio space we couldn't all sit around and be like, yo, I just agree to disagree with y'all niggas. We're going to commit for two years. Like, no, you can't agree to disagree yeah, right. on, like, life shit. You got to agree. You got to Can come you imagine something. if that's what she said when, just, when you proposed to her? I mean, <laughs> Like, you, you want, want to be together forever, but I agree to disagree. I mean, if you want to. 
<laughs> do you do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? I agree to disagree. <laughs> I agree to disagree, but you know, I mean, if you say so, Pastor. Like, come on, man. Of course, with opinion. Like I think we all understand that, but like. Even if Baker Mayfield throws four interceptions next week, and I think he should be pulled, it's still an opinion. But if he gets pulled, it's no longer – you can't agree to disagree with Kevin Stefanski if he pulled Baker Mayfield. It's a fact of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you – whatever, whatever. It's whatever. the semantics of it. Y'all, y'all, it's it, semantics. It is. Semantics. Yeah. No, I mean, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, that's all I was saying. It's semantics. Okay. She said something about clocks and counting. Speaking of counting, mm-hmm. what did I say? Mm-hmm. About <laughs> or, she said something about uh, uh, birds and, and cows. Speaking of cows, I feel like that was for well, me, but go ahead, run with it. Birds, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Playboy. I think Jeez, Nate sucks. Robinson was seeing a lot of uh, birds around his head last night. Listen, can we? Can we? I've seen it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it for us because we said it early in the night. Snoop Dogg needs to be yes. commentating every fucking sports so, event. No, go ahead. I said it last yeah, night. I did. said Snoop needs to start his own TV network. And like, my bad. Right into the microphone. Yeah, I know. Right <laughs> into the microphone. Get, take that. Take that. We like, all agree like, on that. <laughs> we all agree on that. <laughs> Snoop needs to. That Snoop, happened. <laughs> Snoop needs to start his own network mm-hmm. and like commentate sporting events, man. It was the greatest thing I ever heard last night, man. For the people who don't know what we're talking about, it's the, you know, it seemed like most people were watching it, though, yeah. last night. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Brainstorm couldn't believe anybody was watching it, and Look, the whole world was watching it. Let me, let me tell y'all. Yeah, so we're talking about the Tyson and Roy Jones fight. So uh, we saw two geriatrics in the middle of a, of a little-ass <laughs> ring fighting last night. They said it was like two uncles fighting at a barbecue. That's what I was saying. Snoop said it on the podcast. Let me tell y'all, but it was... It, for what it was, it was entertaining. My, my takeaway on it at first is this: Can we please get a vaccine? Because niggas don't know what to do. We are we Dev Dev tested us on like Wednesday. Like, hey y'all, I'm getting the fight. We can watch it at the studio. I ain't never heard Dev disincited about nothing. I'm getting the fight. We can watch it at the studio. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, bet you agree? I'm like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, I'm like, I disagree. I'm like, bet I agree, okay. disagree with all you niggas. <laughs> So yeah, so so we watching the fight away, but Snoop was like the best thing about it the whole thing. It was entertaining as fuck. First of all, his performances was like I can't. It was almost like mesmerizing. Like we're watching Beethoven. Like we're watching a lot of Beethovens and yeah. shit. Like people whose music is gonna be around for years. I know we, we can just clump all this together. I was listening to No Ceilings Three on the way up here. You heard that shit, nigga. Sometimes you gotta take a step back. Like when Snoop is on the screen and commentating, when he got your attention, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, that's why Snoop is Snoop. When you hear Lil Wayne on No Ceilings 3, you're like, ah, oh, he better than all these niggas. You forget. Hold on. Pause real quick. Can I just ask you this question before mm-hmm. you finish your point? Mm-hmm. Do you fuck with it? Nigga, No Ceilings 3 is a master. Nigga. I'm in the okay. middle of listening to Ether. This nigga yes. redid Ether. Ether. Yes, nigga. No Ceilings 3 is a master. And you start realizing like, Oh, this is why Wayne is Wayne. Even the tra- track two with Drake. Oh, yes. this is why Drake is Drake. You hear Jay Z going, you like, uh, like we, we, we confuse ourselves because we're over flooded in the market with bullshit nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like even with even yeah. with sports, like even with relating it back to Snoop, even with sports, if it's fourteen games on, they got fourteen different fucking commentators. Back in the day when, when sports first came, it was like three niggas that did sports game. It was like Howard Cosell, you know what I mean, John Madden. 
and Pat Summerall, and you got the best of the best, nigga. Whenever your game, them niggas was doing the games on Sunday, and Howard Cosell was doing a Monday night game, and that's all you got. Now you got these terrible-ass commentators, and you're like, what the fuck? I'll mute the TV before I listen to these niggas. Yeah. And then you get, you be like, oh, that's why Snoop is Snoop. That's why these niggas are who they are, because when they get on the screen, they're mesmerizing, they can own the screen, like... Yeah, we, it I, makes I, sense. I know I mentioned it last night um, for a second, but I know uh, like these guys are really good at what they do. <laughs> like, and some people are really, really just t- like really talented. Snoop is just really talented. Snoop can do. I genuine, genuinely believe Snoop can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I remember, like, remember, like a few years back when Steve Harvey had the thing uh, with the beauty pageant, and I remember, I remember, I remember Charlemagne being like, "But hold on, I got to tell y'all something." It ain't easy sitting out here reading this teleprompter. Mm-hmm. And Steve is one of the best people that do it. That's why he gets paid what he gets paid. Some people are just immensely talented. Mm-hmm. Snoop is one of those people that can yeah. sit up there and do that. Just throw him out there. Go, and, Mo. And, just say yeah, go. Just, go, yeah. go. Throw out there and just comment. Yeah. Go, Mo. And just, yeah. yeah. Mm. Go, the, Mo. At one point, oh. the nigga, at one point, the nigga Snoop said... They, 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 they out here like grandma. They out here fighting again. Grandma, they in the backyard fighting. Man, it was great, man. It was amazing. Watching. So April said, "So are y'all mad that the black man lost, or happy that the Cleveland native Nate won? Robinson wasn't wasn't representing all black? No, he was month, not. So I don't give a fuck. He was representing dumb niggas, Mo. Uh, he was representing <laughs> niggas who you can't play boxing, nigga." Yeah, I, I, I you got, play basketball, nigga. You don't play boxing. Yeah. It's like it's like a nigga going in a UFC cage and being like, you yeah. know what? I can fight. I can fight. I'm whooping nigga ass here. No, I'm, you're not. Nigga. I got in the fight on hey, Strathmore before. Hey, you know no what I'm saying? That was Kimbo Slice all day. Oh, and Kimbo Kimbo was in there getting his ass whooped. But <laughs> Kimbo Slice on a street fight. Oh, he was whooping niggas ass. But then when he got into the UFC, it's technical. They was beating Kimbo bruh. ass. Rest in peace, Kimbo. They was beating your Man. ass in that ring. Bruh. I mean, because it just wasn't. It wasn't just. You know, throwing hands. Oh wait, it's you rules. got your feet too. Yeah. <laughs> you brought feet too. You know, you know how to, you know how to <laughs> wrestling, nigga. You know, yeah, like Yo. you know how to faint. Grappling. You know to... Jiu-jitsu? Like, I <laughs> thought that was a dessert at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Grappling. Like, <laughs> my son gonna be a beast too. He, he he doing MMA right now. Yeah, but you yeah you got to start young. I say you got to start young. Yeah, my you have boxing. Oh wait, 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 wait. Leah said you got a boxing story. Oh shit. No, <laughs> I, I don't give a it. fuck. I don't give a fuck. We talked about it last night. So. I was oh. shout out to my cousin Maurice, cousin Mo, not this Mo, mm-hmm. but uh, we went to. <laughs> Why you gotta say that, that Mo? Cause, no, because it's not. I mean, people be like, oh, your cousins, it's a different, it's a different Mo. Okay, but he Mo whooped he, your ass. He, no, we. So you saying that this Mo can't whoop your ass? That's not what I mean, he, said, he, already, he already told me that before. <laughs> And, are in and, a very and, and when I get in the fight, he ain't gonna help me either. So, so I can't whoop his ass, and he's not gonna help me in a fight. What? He already told me that. Mo, no, and you still friends? <laughs> <laughs> we got some stuff to talk about. No, we got we got to talk about this other show. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, but no, we went down to the Glenville Wreck or whatever. My cousin Maurice used to box or whatever. So yeah, I go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm like 11, 12. They put me in the ring with another 11, 12 year old. Put the boxing gloves on. First of all, the bitch is heavy as fuck. They like. I'm like, fuck, these are heavy. Mm-hmm. Not your real hands. So okay. I get in the fucking ring, I put my hands up. I'm thinking all this shit, that nigga hit me, bop, bop. I said, oh shit, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, good. At 11. I'm good. At 11. I'm good. I was like 11, I'm good. At that point, I'm playing football. I'm 11, <laughs> playing against the 13 year olds, I'm so big. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I play football rather than do this shit. You got me fucked up. Yeah. So I just went back and played for the Tally Tigers, bro. I quit. 
I you played for the Tally Tigers? Yeah, yeah, I played for the Tally Tigers. Two okay. jabs hey. and you was done. Hey, I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Two jabs, bro. I played I play, uh, for Sims Raiders. Oh, y'all motherfuckers was cheaters. <laughs> the Sims Raiders had grown men on their fucking team, man. You agree to disagree? Yeah, you agree to disagree. No, you don't agree with you don't disagree with that. Y'all niggas was like national champions. Right. We'll play the niggas who was 55 nothing. It's me, because I lived in EC on Helmsdale. We were on like the the border, like the EC Cleveland Heights border. Yeah. So I didn't play for the I think the Chiefs might have been on a hiatus. Yeah. So oh, yeah, we all played for yeah, the Tally yeah, yeah. Tigers at Cleveland Heights. We up in Tigers, I remember, yeah. Let's get our ass whooped, bro. Uh, mm. But anyway. I yeah. ain't gonna lie, Dev. I feel you on that. What? Cause I was I hit my growth spurt in high school. So mm-hmm. I was like the same size as everybody else before mm-hmm. high school. Mm. And I never heard of actual slap boxing. Mm. So this one girl, her name was Tiffany Tolan. Full name. She was like, remember that slap, nigga. She like, yeah. She like, pull up on me now. She was Tiffany. like, she was like, slap box Tiffany, slap box because I'm I'm big. I, mm-hmm. man, I got that. I got. I, I mean, I could pick niggas mm-hmm. up and everything. Man, she was like, slap box Tiffany. I'm like, man, I, ain't. I put my guards up. She was like, wow, wow. First, said, of, all, first of all, your guards, your guards make niggas want to give you a hug. Nigga. They tell you to be okay. No, no. She said, nigga. I put my guards up. I put my guards up. <laughs> I thought she was doing stay, uh, hands up, don't shoot. Like, what the fuck are you doing? She said, I put Listen. my guards up. <laughs> no draw no. protection. Let me tell you this. I thought That's she was doing hands up, don't shoot. No lie. No lie. No lie. I was like, it's a difference between somebody who's ready for a fight and people who just ready. fight. Yeah. Like, no. The thing about it is, 95, I even 99.9 mm-hmm. Lysol percentage mm-hmm. of Lysol. my fights was just like, oh, she just put my hands on me. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get up to go. I can say it's only been a small percentage of fights that I've ever been in where I was able to actually get my stance together and fight. Usually all my was on some takeoff shit. Like, oh, she stole on me. I got to beat her ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never, even to this day, it's at 33, I can't like... Mm-hmm. But I beat your ass. Yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Nate Robinson <laughs> might have beat his ass. He couldn't beat him in boxing. On the though. street. He might have on the street, maybe. He kept trying to tackle him and then he would just be like, I have <laughs> no, I have no fundamentals. You know, like in, in, in basketball, <laughs> I got fundamentals. I can do, you know what I'm saying? A layup or in fighting, mm-hmm. it's strictly survive. It's, it's like strictly it's a whole different survi- survival. Like, no, I'm not about to go down. But you know what? I mean, I know, yeah. I know uh brainstorm didn't really rock with it or whatever. He was making fun of it the whole night. But that's because you was just so. I was on so it. into it because it was beautiful to watch. I've never man. seen Dev just excited about nothing. You want to know why? Because- we done we done made a whole studio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We done, we done, we done did lives. People we done pulled up on people. We done went out of town for shit. I have never seen hell the. Br- I didn't see. Uh, uh, well, no, we wasn't the guy about to say. I just seen Baker drive the Browns like 98 yards to win a game. Oh, yeah, this yeah, nigga yeah, came yeah. to the studio. Like, yeah, it was a nice pass. <laughs> I have never seen Dev this excited as he was. This nigga was sliding around in the chair. Did you put on a theme song for one on one? Did you put a theme song uh, on? That, that probably would have been the only other thing, yeah, the one on one theme song. Yeah, he was, he was ready but for it. You, you want to know what it is, man? Jordan Tyson. That's really it on my list of like. Those are People like my sports see. icons. Yeah, man. I get it. I get it. And like we was about to watch Mike Tyson fight. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It was it was dope though, man. Fifty year old Tyson, but, but I get it, he looked old as fuck when he, he looked came old. out. Man. He looked old. He, he shaved all the facial hair off or yeah, whatever. He, he looked, looked like old. I was mad that they called it a draw. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, that was because it wasn't yeah. sanctioned. Yeah. It well, was they were saying that Jones fight. had a couple rounds though. No, nah, no? I, I don't think, think he won. I, I, I didn't see the fight. Okay, I'm. I'm oh, okay, from, yeah, no, I don't want people to think like I seen. I didn't see the fight. I didn't see the fight. The nigga Roy Jones was talking for the whole after after fight, holding his stomach because his ribs hurt so bad. He was like, "Listen, they say Tyson hit hard." When he hit you, everything hurt. <laughs> he kept one hundred. He kept one hundred. Yeah, it was dope. That was a dope so, situation. So, so, you, in your opinion, Tyson won? Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Tyson, Tyson won. won. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But they, they, it was for it was. It was cool. It, it was, was almost. Cool, man. It, it was. It was almost like one of those things we just did last week when we saw my Jeezy and it was like for the culture. Yeah. Almost. Roy Jones was probably the best fighter of the nineties. Mm. No matter what y'all say. Of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Tyson was in jail, missed part of the 90s, mm-hmm. came out, bit niggas' ears off. Yep. Late 80s, early 90s was, was Tyson. Tyson. Yep. Mid to late. <laughs> but 90s was, was Roy. Yeah. Roy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the beautiful thing of the whole situation. But what about the 10s? Or 2000s? 2000s. Floyd, Floyd, Floyd been doing it for about yeah, 20 years. Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. They got to get after Floyd, basically. Mm-hmm. I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah. But that's what I was going to say about the, the whole night for me personally that I took away that was probably the dopest thing was the fact that, you know, Tyson built up such a rapport for being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He got asked to, qu- to see him joke number one when he was talking about mm-hmm. y'all worry about his ass, worry about me. nigga. Yeah, you know, yeah. But when he asked him about doing something outside of that for mm-hmm. some bread, basically what he was saying, mm-hmm. like a real fight, he was like, no, we're doing this for, for charity. Mm-hmm. It's about this and this and that empowering this. people, yeah. Mike, the- that part right there let me know that. You're a different person now. Mm-hmm. You can be what you are and go through different things, but you can transition and become a whole nother person. Or if it's even if it's inside you, it can come out mm-hmm. of you eventually. You're a long way from yeah. being in the being in that post fight interview, being like, "I want to eat your yeah, children." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm impregnable. I'm impenetrable. <laughs> oh, praise be to oh, I want to. I want to. I want to eat his children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, praise to Allah. I was like, <laughs> I watched it the other day. I was like, this motherfucker. Hold on. I, I gotta say this. We up here sitting watching the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Out of anybody on on YouTube, whatever, Dev has the funniest fucking impression of Mike Tyson <laughs> I've ever heard in my fucking life. You got to put him on the spot. This nigga got to talk it out. <laughs> you got to put him on the spot. I don't know if I can do it again. It might have been the tequila, but this, but that you shit, had a little not juice. as much as last night. Oh. <laughs> but this Sorry, nigga, I'm not trying to. Crazy, out of everybody, crazy. I don't care. No, 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 he do it. He do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I don't care. <laughs> I think good. I ain't as drunk. I this ain't nigga drunk. had the best fucking impression. You know what? You know what my impression shit is. I if, if I'm like watching you and I'm hearing you say it, I can do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I can't muster it from nowhere. All right. You don't have that Jamie Foxx. No, I don't get that Jamie Foxx. I can just start it from nowhere. Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox is, is like Jamie Fox, He's probably he's probably the best. Uh, Jamie Foxx and Aerie Spears for me. Yeah, best probably impression. Yeah, I mean, Aerie, Aerie does great. Team Fifty One Fifty. He does he does Corey great impressions though. Uh, but he got beat up on he, Corey Hope. You know what? It's yeah, Aerie. Aerie's just a person like a frail beat up. Yeah, he did. Oh, but but you know he's a oh, oh, yeah. he, he's a person that that comes off in such a terrible light because he always talks about people who are doing stuff or whatever and it's like but Aries it's I, I know I, I'll defer to the comedian that's up here but it seems like Aries only wants to do impressions it's like have you ever worked on actually your joke telling more than anything else and he gets mad at everybody else I will say that like I said I'm, I'm, I'm deferring to you I, I I love comedy and all its wholesomeness and realness because Comedy is the only space that you can talk about uncomfortable topics. Yeah, I fucking love comedy. And my thing is this. When we as comedians talk about uncomfortable topics, it's from a place of getting those few to understand 
what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Because we never joke about serious shit that we ain't trying to make a point about. If you ever realize, like even Dave Chappelle, when he talks about those uncomfortable topics, he will also sneak facts in. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's called, really, it's called edutainment. Mm-hmm. So only in an edutainment space can people really let that guard down of what they believe to be true or mm-hmm. what they believe to be right and look at somebody else. Because when you're coming from a serious perspective, wall. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, wall. You know what I'm saying? But when you come from an edutainment perspective, then they can kind of see, laugh at that perspective and be like, you know what? I can, I can kind of, I can see where you're coming from. So let's let we'll get into the Kevin Hart shit real quick. But yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah, ever yeah. asked you, what's your who are your top? I don't know, couple comedians. I ain't giving numbers. Who are your favorite comedians? No specific order. Top five: mm-hmm. um, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. um, Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, Jamie Fox. Um, I like Kevin Hart. They uh, D Ray Davis. I, I'm surprised. But, but like, I'm surprised but like, to hear um, Jamie in there, even because I, 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 I think I think I think he's I very feel, underrated. He is. He is to me because Jamie is somebody who I looked at was like, damn, he could do comedy, but he got that plus. Mm -hmm. Because outside of Eddie Murphy, Jamie is the only person to go from comedy to music. Mm -hmm. He did. He has. And and my thing is like he did like a lot of great music. He did more successful. Way more. It's not even close. Not even close. But that's what I'm saying. Like outside of because people gotta say like Eddie Murphy did music. You know what I'm saying? But honorable mention to, you know, Percy and a couple other people. It's hard for me to pick, like, my top because I feel like a lot of people got a lot of stuff. And I'm just talking about the men. The women, per se, mm-hmm. I love some more. I love, you know, um, um, Monique, you know what I'm saying? Like, in her prime or whatever, like, she was dope. I love Wanda Sykes. Like, I, I just have, I love, I'm such a person when it comes down to comedy. I can I can jig off of a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. even, even uh, Tosh... Tosh Daniel, whatever. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I love comedy. Mm-hmm. Even if you told me one joke, I'd be like, DJ Playboy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just Playboy me. It's Playboy the DJ, but go ahead. <laughs> DJ Playboy, Playboy the DJ. Check your This TLP, I'm sorry. So I'm a- <laughs> whatever, James. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a comedy. I'm a comedy. James, don't. <laughs> nigga, do you really? I'm trying to. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm James, I'm <laughs> you know what? You, you know, know, boy, 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 DJ, you, like, know you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love comedy, man. I'm a, I'm a comedy fanatic. Like I, I love the truth in comedy. I just, I'm a fan of honesty, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, you want. You talking about like you talking about the Kevin Hart thing? Let's get into it. The reason why I'm a big fan right now of like I told you my favorites of all time: Bill Burr, Corey Holcomb, and now. Andrew Schultz is starting to move into there is because, I mean, you got obviously Chappelle. To me, Eddie Murphy introduced me to comedy because of Delirious and shit oh like that. Oh, my God. Raw? Yeah, what? yeah. But, like, they're le- even those, even Raw and Delirious. Mm-hmm. All the Dave Chappelle shit, all the Andrew Schultz shit, all the yeah. Corey Hogan shit, all the Bill Burr yeah. shit is raw. It's honest as fuck and fuck you. It's just honest. They don't have no regard of like they don't take into consideration what how this makes you feel fuck you what is the truth that from my perspective facts versus feelings that's that's what they give a fuck about mm-hmm. like bill burr he kind of got into a little bit on on um on on uh, snl but he always had to run a joke where he was like we should just 
This is before Corona. He was like, we we always stop SARS. Just let it run through one time. Burn through. and It'll be a shorter line of McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rush hour won't be so congested. Like, why do we always stop it? You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's just true and honest sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It might not be, oh, this don't make me feel good. But you can tell the the, the way it's thought out. Like Too this sensitive. Person. Too sensitive. Yeah. So, like, when I watched Kevin Hart stand up on Netflix the other day, I related it to like when I saw Baby Boy. I talked a little bit about it last night. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to go see Baby Boy in the theaters. Don't talk to me about it. They gave me the right. shit last night. Oh, but it was okay. a, it was a. He was one of the few that paid for it. But yeah, it oh, was yeah. a. It you was were a, obviously on a date. You was obviously trying to get some. I wasn't trying to get none. I, I, was, you know, <laughs> I was wholesome. I, I had was to a move. I had to move my mic closer. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, but no um, I went to go see Baby Boy, and I had no fucking expectations, like none. Like I'm like. Yeah, I go to the movies. Fuck, leave me the fuck alone. One of my top favorite movies of all time. Not because I know it's a horrible movie, man, mm-hmm. but I can't explain where my mind state was at that point in time. And like, why the fuck did they play? Uh, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy with Tupac picture in the background. Like, what the fuck was that about? You know, you know what I'm talking about? That was because Tupac was supposed to. Play. I know, but why any other yeah. lyric other than that? Like, it was right. just egregious. <laughs> the whole movie was just, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And it was one of my favorite movies of all time. And I got the same. I literally, like I told you yesterday, I watched Kevin Hart's. Uh, stand up Saturday morning, like, all right, fuck it, I got an hour. Mm. Like, that's what I said before I hit play. And about 10 minutes in, I was gut laughing because he was talking about his daughter and, you know what I mean? Mm. I think my daughter a hoe. He was talking, I had to go back and call all my old hoes. Like, mm. what was you doing at 13? Was you, like, it was, it, was, it was just funny, man. I feel like people look more to be offended than they do entertain nowadays. Yeah. Because one thing about what my mentor taught me, shout out to John Bruton, um, mm. is just because you're offended doesn't mean that you're right. Mm. And one thing I, I absolutely adore about this man is that he walks a fine line like Dave Chappelle on what people can laugh at. like That's, mm. that's like tongue in cheek. You know what I'm saying? Then what can be like a hard sell for people? Because the thing about it is you're trying to talk to a crowd of people about things that they can laugh at. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you thinking about whether they would laugh or feel some type of way when you talk about your daughter being a hoe? Mm-hmm. And it's my thing. It's like, it's my daughter. If I'm talking about her you being a be- hoe, mm-hmm. I'm and I know the space that I'm in. I'm talking about it as a joke. You have permission to laugh. Just because you hold your laugh doesn't mean like at the end of this night you won a prize. Like you didn't laugh the least. You didn't laugh the least or whatever. You get a prize. Like no, laugh at this shit. Oh. Laugh at the shit. Like like it, it's it's only a couple topics that as comedians we can't really play around with, and that's religion. If you don't practice it, that's rape and abortion because those are very controversial. That's I think I anything Corey and Hoke. everything outside of that <laughs> is free game. Corey Hoke got so, the joke yeah. where he was playing pool for for the for the, the abortion money at the clinic <laughs> with the doctor. <laughs> he had a joke about having going down the toilet. Yeah, he had to act, he was like, my I daddy. To, I, was like, I, I don't act, know you. He was like, I had to act like I gave a fuck about <laughs> the motherfucker. But you know what? Harkening back on that, and you, uh, and I feel you. My bad. I know you got. No, 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 no. 
But it was almost like listening to No Ceilings 3 and listening to um, mm-hmm. Ether. And he kept incorporating his new lyrics, throwbacks to the original Ether. Yeah. And it was like, it made that even more enjoyable because oh. I had a point of reference to the original Ether. And like, in my, and real quick, and like, in watching the Kevin Hart shit, it made me think about like the joke when when, when Corey Holcomb was like, he, he knew his his little infant daughter was going to be a hoe because when she would try to drink the bo- the, the baby bottle, she will get wo- milk all over her face. And he used to be just like, like you know, like your mama. It was just, you could tell that like, Kevin, and I know from watching, like, and you know what made it funny to me? I know mm. from watching 5150 show and shit, like Kevin Hart and Corey Hogan actually came up together. Mm. So I know that at some point Kevin Hart went pew, to, the, to the moon, but I know at the core... They ain't too far off from being the same motherfucker. You know what I mean? They came out yeah. to LA around the same time. So when I see that, I'm like, he still got a little bit of that like 2001 soul playing Kevin Hart still in him. You know, I don't know. It, I don't know. It was it was funny to me. But why why did you think it wasn't? It was a piece of shit. I, mean, I said trash <laughs> last night, but it was just it, it wasn't it. <laughs> It just wasn't that funny to me. Like it had moments that I know I did laugh. Like, like I said, the daughter joke I thought was I actually I thought it was I thought it was cool seeing Kevin step out of that space. I said it last night because I listen I keep serious radio literally just because I listen to his his um show that he does with the Plastic Cup Boys every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, but it, 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 he's so PC nowadays. Mm-hmm. So to see him doing something <sighs> that 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 can be even. And the least bit construed as being not PC, I thought was cool to see. It just wasn't that funny to me. I mean, it just, I just, I, I didn't, I just didn't laugh a lot. But I haven't laughed at a lot of his comedy lately. Me either. I haven't okay, laughed so, at like the last so, four. So he, this he, the thing. He's funnier in person. Like, like if, oh, yeah. like I can't just watch it on TV. When the last one I saw was when he was doing the joke about the the squirrel being outside and doing the bang bang. I, I saw that one the person. There's a raccoon. He was on tour. Oh, the, the raccoon. Um, thank you. Yeah, uh, appreciate you. But but uh, but but yeah, that's the last okay. one I saw in person. <laughs> but I, <laughs> you get hit too. I hit Dave earlier. That, Dave, what the fuck? Dave. It's What's the two What's up, Dave? Dave. Dave? What's up, y'all? The world according to Dave. Yes. <laughs> the world according to Dave. <laughs> Why? It is like literally. Do you? Okay, so you understand? I come in this daggone studio and I literally says, Dev, 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 Dev. Death. And literally, when I get on this mic, it come out Dave. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, Steve, made, Steve made a good point to feed, though. Steve was like that. Uh, uh, he was saying uh, that that Chappelle never gave a damn, so they let him rock. He said Kevin Hart got so big so fast. There might be a point in that. Yes. You know, where he was like, you know, <clears throat> before he knew it, he was corporate. That mm-hmm. There might be a point in that. Because well, Ke- Kevin Hart was out there, seriously funny, dropped. And the that one with nigga the calves in the, in the yeah, stands yeah. was funny as Seriously fuck, funny. You know? and, he, and he went to the moon off of Seriously Funny. Okay, let me say this. Let me say this. That was no. the funniest one. Yes. That was, that was, that was laughing at my pain. Yeah. But let me just say this. As a comedian, because y'all talking in my arena now, right now, mm-hmm. whatever, so. Come on now. So, if you look at Kevin Hart's last two mm. series, like like they're his movies or whatever, mm-hmm. he has to focus so much on the setup to make it palatable for that punchline. Because you look at how he set up his jokes, mm-hmm. he has to say it two to three times for y'all to understand where he's trying to place it. Hey y'all, I'm just playing. For real. Hey y'all, I'm just playing. Exactly. I'm he, just has joking. To, he has to prime his punchline. Mm-hmm. Because if he was to just come out and just say his daughter might be a hoe, y'all be like, oh. <laughs> but this is the 2020 that we live in right now. Hmm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's turning. I'm so glad. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm so caught up in the Corey Holcomb flagrant two. 
brilliant idiots world that I don't think the world is as P- is, is 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 as PC as it once was, but maybe it still is. Because the all the shit I watch is on the edge or living at the bottom of the canyon. They, mm-hmm. I was watching Corey Holcomb clip earlier today where he was calling. They was making. They was coming up with funny names about the ghost that impregnated Mary. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they kept calling it Casper Cum and all this other shit. And they said if she was black, they would have been like, Mary out here fucking these niggas in these robes because she was white. She got fucked by a ghost. It was out of pocket. So maybe in my world, I'm just so used to listening to the craziest shit. That just sounds funny to me, to it's be honest, though. This, That's why- and this, again, is a partation, part, participation award yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't, you don't, you don't give a, a person like the opportunity to be that raw and rough because everybody is just so, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I say now, I've actually changed my perspective on who my top five is. Mm. Like, for real. So who you- I feel like, I'm going to answer that, mm-hmm. but I feel like Kevin Hart's performance or what he just did was a a situation where he looked at other individuals and not giving a fuck and said, like, fuck you know it. what I need to say I don't give a fuck either nigga like my top five right now all time mm. Dave Chappelle Bernie Matt I love Bernie Richard Pryor mm-hmm. Red Fox mm-hmm. Paul Mooney mm. oh mm-hmm. Paul Mooney is mm-hmm. Like those, you know, those are my top five. The, yeah. the, the 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 older generation is so palatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it comes from a place of being in wisdom and funny at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. And Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney kind of like yeah. one together because he wrote. For, he wrote. For, he actually yeah. wrote for Richard mm-hmm. Pryor. But mm-hmm. yeah, the cats that really don't like T.K. Kirkland. Yeah. And cats like who raised Corey you? Cats don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck, and, and, and I, I love it. So I can't even really say a top five. I would just say those are the, the individuals. That's a genre. Comedy, you make a comedy, genre. Yeah. comedy. If you pick that genre, you're my favorite. Yeah. Comedy in general, I just love good comedians. I love like Just Niche. I don't know if you know who she is. From yeah, yes. Just Niche is fucking yes. hilarious. It's so many comedians who are just hilarious. <clears throat> even Akash Singh on The Flagrant 2, he's hilarious. But they all have an edge of not giving a fuck. And I yeah. love people who don't give a fuck it's something about it man but you know you got to get to that place where you don't and like i'll be 100 with you outside of comedy in my life in general Mm -hmm. i had to get to a place to where i just don't give a fuck because Mm -hmm. people pleasing will kill you Mm -hmm. robin williams people Mm -hmm. pleasing will kill you Mm -hmm. you have to be authentically 100 yourself in all situations like look I apologize for how it made you feel. I don't apologize for what I did. That's a line. <laughs> yeah. You know Real what I'm saying? What I did is what I did. Right, yeah. yeah it yeah. didn't affect you in that way. I apologize for how it affected you. I don't apologize for what I did. Because what I did is what I did. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just in comedy in general, mm. I just wish we could just appreciate people who are completely blunt, honest, and just be okay with not agreeing with everything that the person mm. says outside yeah. their mouth. That's real. Mm-hmm. Because right. think about it, wouldn't the world be so much better if you can just be yourself? Let's let's wrap let, let's wrap that up in this bow a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. comedy is the ultimate agree or disagree. Ain't no agree to yeah. disagree because they're invoking some sort of reaction out of you. So you either agree by living their perspective. <laughs> you either agree or you don't, or you don't. There's no agree to disagree in in comedy. Like, because in order for you to laugh, this is the trick. This is why you motherfuckers is wizards. Because in order for you to <laughs> laugh at somebody, mm-hmm. 
you gotta, in a small way, agree with what the fuck is coming out their mouth. Because if not, it's not funny. You gotta have some sort of like, that makes sense. You, like, it gotta make sense just a little bit. Even if you don't like, I don't know if I necessarily agree that I would flush a baby fetus down the toilet. You like Corey Holcomb said, but the way he presented it was funny as fuck. And we try our hardest and, to make it palatable. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably my favorite comedian of all time, Bernie Mac. Well, Dave Chappelle, but mm-hmm. Bernie Mac, one of his first lines he used to always say when he came on stage, nigga, I'm gonna say the shit y'all wanna say, mm-hmm. but y'all ain't got the heart to say it, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. Y'all wanna know my first joke? What was the first joke? Five years in comedy, my first joke, because I already knew when they introduced me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get a lot of, like, love. Mm-hmm. So they introduced me, you know, come to the stage next or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I came on stage and was like, maybe a scatter of clapping. I said, wow. It's the first time I ever heard three people clapping and I didn't have to swallow first. Mm. <laughs> and then I went into my jokes. <laughs> now, mm. Mm. did I ever swallow three people? Absolutely not. <laughs> Lies. Falsehoods. But... <laughs> That was enough for me to get your motherfucking attention for you to listen to the truth. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. You got to get people's attention. So, but y'all, but I love, I huh? No, go ahead. But I love comedy. I love being able to just like just tell my life because it's like you would you would be surprised how many people can, that can relate. Yeah. Like. If you think you're the only person to handle certain life situations the way you handled yeah. it, you'd be fucking yeah. lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was part of the appeal to having Snoop on. That's part of the appeal to having somebody on who gets part of the audience is especially black people from similar backgrounds all felt exactly what the fuck Snoop was saying. Yeah. Everybody could relate to, it's like my two uncles in the backyard fighting the barbecue. He said what the fuck we always wanted to hear somebody. Like, I've never heard anybody Make it that digestible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's all about making that shit digestible, man. Yeah, palatable. Yeah, because people want palatable is the word for today. Is it a piece? People want to go with popular opinion, quote unquote. People want to be safe. People want to be safe. You you have to be able, and I'm learning, and it's taking a long because I can even lie to you. I, I always used to be an individual that played a lot of shit safe, like. Certain things that may have been said or whatever, I would look at it like, ah, oh, no, that ain't cool. But then you know what? Sometimes the shit that's getting said is just <laughs> shit that need to be said, mm-hmm. and that's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll get into I get into what you call the next. I, I ain't gonna get into the the, the, the <clears> girlfriend <throat> shit too much um, until next week. The show, the girlfriends. But I just want to say this: this part of it, though, uh, that's my main. I don't, give a, I don't. Maybe that's why I like communities. Don't give a fuck because I don't give a fuck. But like binge watching a show is almost like having good sex. What I mean, you but you know how like as a dude as you get older, sometimes you be like, I mean, I could, but I don't really even feel like it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, okay. Wait, as a dude, when you get older, you don't yeah, feel like having yeah, sex. Yeah, I mean, he be like, Yeah, all right, let's do it. But the moment 
You slide in. It's like, oh, shit, this is the greatest shit I've ever done in my life. I remember when I was here before. <laughs> yeah, and I love this. Okay, Mo, with the ad lib. <laughs> I see but, you, Mo, chime in. This is your conversation. <laughs> All right, let's go. But that's we how, got Mo involved. Come on, go <laughs> but that's how, that's how binge watching the show is. Like I, I'm like, all right, I'll watch, right, I'll watch Girlfriends. Nigga, three episodes in, I'm like, skip the credits. Girlfriend, nigga, I'm in. Like, I'm in this shit until I get sleepy, nigga. When I binge watch shows, I'm always like, I don't really want to watch it. I don't know if I'll, I'll watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The moment I start watching the show and I get a couple episodes in, it's like that initial slide in. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, you know what? I can do this every day until the show go off. <laughs> but prior to, sometimes you don't necessarily be on it as much as you used to. You know right. what I'm saying? But the moment you slide into that binge, though. Well, I started. Go ahead. Go ahead. I started uh, rewatching uh, ATL. No, oh, okay. I started from season one. And there was only two seasons. Mm-hmm. Please come with the third one. Mm-hmm. Please. He said he got three liked, and four I done. I like Little Fires Everywhere. And I wish that was, that was, that was, no, that's and, done. It ain't coming back. It ain't coming back? No, they, that was it. <sighs> and I that's liked the book. It, uh, I mean, that was, that was, they ended it the way the book ends. What was the other one? I liked it. Uh, it was a BT one. Fuck. It was about a cult. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. You know what I'm talking about? With the light dude? It was the greatest and worst show in the history of TV, It was man. so good, though. Did Tyler Perry make it? Yeah, yeah. he did make oh. it. It started with an R. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless. That's what it Ruthless. is. Ruthless. And Ruth was the chick who was Hey, yes. Ruthless was the shit. I'm, please, Tyler. I, hey. swear, I swear before my days are over, it is one person I'm getting on this show. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Listen, he don't want to sit down. I am getting Tyler Perry on the show. Hey, I need let's to speak ask it. him what the fuck let's speak you be it. doing, bro. <laughs> let's speak it. Because Tyler Perry is fucking like, he, man. You never know. We're going to claim it. We may, we may be recording. Tyler Perry is we a just drug get a phone dealer. Call. Okay. He's a <laughs> cocaine he a, dealer. Why is he a drug dealer? Because he he's gotten black people addicted to this bullshit. Okay. These shows are horrible, but they're good, but they're horrible. Horrible! This nigga, it's it's amazing. Like the, the one one of the cats up from the Plastic Cup Boys on Dave, uh, not on Kevin Hart's thing is on a show for Tyler Perry right now. Mm-hmm, yeah, and he was talking about how they didn't win it, and they'll do like two seasons of recording in like a week, <laughs> nigga. Just done. And it looks like it though. Listen, just done. done. Tyler, I, like I said, what did I say the other week? Tyler Perry makes movies the way something. The way somebody sounds or something. It, it, it's, it's, it was your analogy. Yeah, or whatever the analogy was. was of the day. But you know what? Tyler Perry's movies are like Baby Boy over and over. Like It's beautifully terrible. Like It's horribly terrible. Okay, so there is a science to certain entertainment. Like for comedy, you have a premise, whatever your perspective is. Mm-hmm. You have a setup. You have a punchline. Mm-hmm. So when you find... A blueprint that works, you, you can throw whatever into it. Throw like, whatever into it. So it's like selling drugs. You get a corner, you get product, you get distribution. Yeah, he's a drug dealer. He's a no drug dealer. Okay. Dope man. Dope man. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry, the dope man. Because right. Ruthless, if you ever watch Ruthless, you're going to be sitting there after three episodes, you can't wait for the fourth one, but you can be like, why the fuck am I'm I watching, watching this? this? Yeah. You give it, I give it to you when you get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, and you be like, I want this episode bad. I want, I binge the whole shit in like a day. Yeah. It's like and I got fiends. done, and fiends. I'm like, I'm gonna need y'all to get some hobbies in these streets. It's called fiends. 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. I need y'all to get some. If y'all watching TV shows, that's bad, bad. I need y'all to get some. No, but you got to watch it. You got to watch it. But you know what? You Most most of them brainstorm so fucking cynical. He he not going to. Too many like That's fucking horrible. He going to cut it off. Now, you'll be amazed. Sometimes I'll watch something and it'll be like, uh, you know, it, it, it'll it pull me in a couple, a couple times. But every now and then I pull He's the type of person that whatever, like, I'm here now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's they like they that, recommended it, so let me just go ahead like, and be able like to be It's like that show, um, Shit's Creek, that I've been, I was watching on Netflix <laughs> a little bit. I get one of those awards earlier this year. I watched like a an episode and a half. I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Mm. But a lot of people like it. I don't know. Y'all got something else before we get out of here? There's supposed to be some new shows coming up in January. Mm-hmm. What you call it coming out? But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it in the bottom. But it's some new, maybe a couple shows. Did you know there was supposed to be a Fast and Furious nine and ten? Yeah. What shows coming up? What you mean? We can't talk about them. It, it, no, it's, it's a couple shows that potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know which one. That, that's coming up in in January. You know, couple if people couple get th- to work. Yeah. Wow. It's oh oh yeah. <laughs> what? If people get to work. We gonna leave it. We gonna leave it right there though. Oh, okay. If people get to work. All right. Um, so we'll get out of here on that one. It's a uh, good show, y'all. Two twenty-seven, yeah, two twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Regina King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I used to have a crush on Regina King when I was younger. Yes. Uh, no, you know what? No, I didn't start liking her until like this Christmas. Really? Yeah. I loved her. In, 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 I know of all movies. Friday. I know it sounds crazy. You're like, yeah, she. Looked, but I'm like, why the fuck wasn't she, she do more in that movie, man? Yeah, she did have a small role in that. She was what you call his little sister. Yeah, hell, Cute. She had, yeah. She had a bigger role in um and uh Thin Line. Yeah, Thin Line is when it was. Over. I would say I'm like, like Thin Line. Is no, when I will say Thin Line. Yeah, Thin Line. Was, but but Friday, I was like, fuck. Why she got a bigger role? I need more Regina King. Cause I was shocked when she was the voice for Boondocks. Mm. Oh, she was Riley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Huey. Yep. Mm. Both of them. I was shocked. I was like. I only saw clips. You know, I don't watch cartoons. Mm. I was going to ask something real quick, but I I will not indulge in that. Boondocks I've seen, I've seen like, some episodes. It's, it's, you, that's a funny Boondocks show. is like that show. But I can't. I can't. It's, it's funny as hell. It's funny. I'll tell you afterwards why I can't watch cartoons. Okay. Right. Okay. Because we, we only talk about this, people. Right. I'm looking in the live. <laughs> we got to talk about this because Boondocks is uh, separate from cartoons. Like, nigga, motherfucking Boondocks. I caught my son watching it. Today broke my heart. Why? But I was proud at the same time. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with it? No, because it's is it, it, like, they, they like talk we talking. Stuff. It's yeah, like yeah, nigga, talk like we talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, now we got your attention. No, nigga, it's pimps, <laughs> all types of shit on there. Oh shit! Yeah, like I'm not gonna never watch Star Wars. This or ain't a regular Marvel cartoon. Shit. Don't you do don't watch Marvel, like Transformers, X Men, oh, Avengers, man. nothing. I think it's not real. Y'all, this might be the last time I'm be on this podcast. I don't know what to tell I'm you, sorry. Man. They watch it though. I just can't. Like just. <sighs> she'll, she'll, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. All right, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up today. Um, Ulysse, thank you for joining us again today. Absolutely. Please my pleasure. let the people know where they can find you. Ulysse Dickerson on any social media platform, E-U-L-I-S-E-D-I-C-K-E-R-S-O-N. Please send me a message before you add me because I do screen my friend requests. I have about over 
200, almost 300 friend requests. Please DM me. Um, only because of what my occupation is. I try to keep my personal and my business separate, but please DM me. I will definitely add you. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for having me. Like this is always a wonderful time. Even though I Thank you for being here. Leah, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> all right, um, Playboy, give them all your shits. Oh yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, Playboy D A D J. You can Playboy find me on Instagram, DJ. Playboy underscore James Three. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMST boy platforms, man. Great show as usual, at least. Always dope. Always a great time. Uh, shout out to uh, Nate Robinson, man. <laughs> shout out to Lil Nate. Lil Nate Robinson. We got shout called. out to Jake Paul. <laughs> Cleveland, stand the fuck up. Cleveland, stand up. <laughs> we knock niggas out over here. Right. That's how we do. Literally, I guess. I'll yeah, literally. Honest. Literally. No, dope. <laughs> dope we show, can't call man. him that. We can't call we him a nigga. Like, you can't, here, even though he come from Cleveland, we can't call him a nigga, though. No, I'm talking about we knock niggas out. We, we do, but like he knocked a black man out. His yeah. name is JP now. So. JPZ. 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 Jay Parma. Jay Parma. Right. All right, Dave, give him all your shits. Yeah, it's Big Dave. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's always, I'm it's always, I'm just trying to spread love in the world for the eight, man. If you don't love me back in school, my mama do. Like my pops always used to say, do what needs to be done, what needs to be done, whether you like it or not. It's real Big Dave 216 everywhere. 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 All right, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to episode 227 of the podcast. Uh, Mo, give me your shit. Oh, I, I get to it. Okay, right, at the, right, at the, right at the end, right at the end. I, okay, just, I give them cool. all the stuff. Two, two, uh, two, two, seven of the pod. Uh, email us dmst one six at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything you want us to address on the show. Uh, remember, we still have this basket sitting here. The pictures will be up It'll on be up. the page. Uh, so a dollar per entry is for this basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more dollars the you more, give, yeah, the more entries you yeah, get. The more entries you get, we'll do it on the show next week. Um, for sure. Yeah, we definitely doing it on the show next week. Um, so please do it. I mean, again, everything that y'all donate for this basket is going towards YGB, Young Gift in the Black is our nonprofit. Uh, and so we really would, really, really would appreciate that. It's shout out to Insatiable Creations. Yes, sir. For making the baskets. Creations. Yes. Insatiable Creations. Insatiable. And shout out to Big, and shout out to Big Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, y'all not going to do this to me. Lips. We're not going to do that. Big Dave in your guts. Pause. His name is Dan. The Tito's say Dave. Yes, yes. All right, y'all. So we'll be back on Sunday with episode two twenty eight of the pod. Uh, we coming up on the end of the year, man. We didn't even ask y'all for really for the most part how y'all how, how y'all Thanksgiving's was, but I, I oh, pretty yeah. much know how everybody's was. Um, um, shout out, shout out to Playboy too. You was up here with me on Wednesday. We did. Um, yeah. We we did uh, um, the vibe with DJ Brainstorm. We did it yes. the old school style. We just we had an R and B night. Mm. We sat up here for a couple hours playing some music. Uh, but I was I, gonna I, come back up, but I was up here for eight hours doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Session, oh yeah. I, once you say eight hours, I I, I wasn't even invited, y'all. I wasn't even invited, so <laughs> no, I don't you even know. Yeah, but shout, shout out shout out to Playboy for sitting down. We we did the music. It was a nice night. <laughs> shout out to everybody that was tuned in. Um, um, shout out to Black Paco uh, too. Yeah. Shout out to Black Paco. He fell through at about almost ten o'clock. He, yeah. You know, did a I couple never segments get the with invite. Us. Apparently, I never get the invite. I mean, you work um, seven straight 12-hour shifts and stuff like I'd that. I'd have called off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we, we'll be back next Wednesday. Well, this Wednesday with the um, with the vibe of DJ Brainstorm. Uh, I don't know if we're going to sit down or if we're going to mitts. I have no idea yet. It's the first week of school, so y- y'all give me a little bit of space. Um, 
again, it may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. Hey. Better practice what you preach, dude. We out here, Don't get knocked out. Stay blessed. We out here, y'all. Peace, y'all. Shout out to Nate. <laughs> you petty. <laughs> we got to fix We are. We are. So I don't...